business, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. It's Saturday, December 9th. We are here live. Pick up the phone and give me a call, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls in a little bit. I've got a couple things I want to talk about. You know, I think for most people, they believe right now that the big news in the industry is the ELD mandate. We're, uh, what, less than two weeks away. We're getting really close now, Um, almost just a week. You know, to me, that's kind of old news. I think that one's done. We're just now waiting to see what's going to happen. There are still some groups fighting it. Um, I still see mention of the um, the bill that uh, Representative Babin was trying to introduce. It's way too late for that. That has never even made it to the floor for a vote. So even if they got it to the floor, it's not going to make it in time. That that one's that hail mary is done. I believe, unless somebody could correct me on this, and you might be able to, that the only two ways this could not happen now would be the FMCSA themselves either put it on hold. I just don't see that happening with any of the comments I've seen come out of the FMCSA, or President Trump signs an executive order to stop it. That seems like more likely, Um President Trump's pretty anti-regulation. He is turning down a lot of regulations, reversing a lot of regulations. The problem I see there is I think he's got a whole lot bigger fish to fry in the world right now. I don't think this is anywhere on his radar. So those are the only two possibilities that I'm aware of. I don't think there's anything else that could stop it. The Supreme Court's already ruled on it or didn't rule on it. The lower court did. The Supreme Court just refused to hear it claiming that they agreed with the lower court's ruling. The court system, as far as I can tell, you're done unless you can come up with some new argument. And I haven't heard... Oh, no, I take that back. I did hear a new one. Um, I was looking through the news today. I felt a little behind. Last week, I was traveling all week. I was over at truckstop.com doing some filming for a, a whole bunch of upcoming online courses I'm really excited about. Um So I was catching up on the news today, and I was catching up on the news today, and the um, I saw another group is fighting this on the grounds of commercial free speech that that the ELD mandate violates commercial free speech. Not even sure what that really means or how. What does an, a, an electronic log 
that simply replaces a paper log have to do with free speech? I, that seems like a really twisted argument to me, but I, I don't know. That's the only new one I've seen. I don't think there's any chance of that happening or that having much effect. So it looks like the ELD mandate's going through. I think the bigger news in the industry right now, two things. One, rates are through the roof, um, 25% higher than 2016. Just to put that into perspective, if you were a small carrier, if you had your own authority and you grossed $150,000, which in 2016, that wasn't even average. That, that should have been drop-dead easy. But I used that number to be conservative. That would mean that this year you should be you should be grossing a hundred and eighty seven thousand. Money, your taxes, your truck, and your.
dedicated to talking about pro sports. But when you want to talk about the college game, it's nice to know. You can go off campus with me, Mark Packer. We let you celebrate after a big win and drown your sorrows after your school falls short. And I'll interview the biggest names in the game. College sports always comes first when you go off campus with me, Mark Packer. Weekdays at 4 Eastern, ESPNU Radio, Sirius XM 84, and on the Sirius XM app. John Christner Trucking is excited to announce we increased base pay on November 1st for all current and new drivers. But that's not all. It'll increase again starting December 1st. Call or apply today to take advantage of this new pay package because who doesn't want to earn more while driving for an industry leader? John Christner Trucking offers the right platform to fit your needs. We're big enough to offer you all you need to be a success, but we're small enough to know you by name. We have the right trucks, the right freight, the right people. Hi, this is John Christner. Starting and running your own business isn't easy, but with hard work, you can achieve the independence you desire. I'm proud of the men and women who call JCT home and the service they provide our valued customers. Join us and let the JCT family help you achieve your dream of starting your own business. Thank you. Call today at 866-782-5412. That's 866-782-5412. Or visit us on the web at johnchristner.com. John Christner Trucking. Big enough to matter, small enough to care. Thanks, Santa. Bye, Susie. <laughs> Next child, please. Hey, Santa. Oh. Oh. My name's Jimmy. Look, I've been good all year. I paid my taxes, and I didn't give away any TV show spoilers. Aren't you a little old? Santa, I've got to get my hands on the new Arlo Pro 2 smart home security camera by Netgear. My wife needs it to know when her shopping packages arrive when she's at work. And I need the Arlo app on my smartphone to check in on my kids from anywhere at any time. Arlo has crystal clear HD video, so I can keep a sharp eye on what's going on around the house to protect my family. Well, that's great, but... And that night vision? <laughs> It'll let me see in perfect detail who's lurking around at night. And Santa, Arlo cameras work with Amazon Alexa and Fire TV so I can see who's at the front door without leaving my couch. Jimmy, you don't have to wait until Christmas to get the new Arlo Pro 2 smart home security camera. Go to Arlo.com and stop worrying. Oh, that's A-R-L-O.com. Arlo, get every angle covered. Now, will you please get off my lap... Remember when a small business needed a landline? With Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system, you get all the features of a business phone system on your cell phone. Choose a Grasshopper phone number to connect your team and make it easy for your customers to reach you. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Using our iPhone and Android apps, make calls and send texts from your Grasshopper phone number. See how it works at grasshopper.com. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Our favorite color is chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio, Sirius XM 146. Or listen. Kevin Rutherford. We are here live today. It is Saturday, December 9th. Uh, we had a little issue there. I, I swear I think the uh, Russians or maybe it's the North Koreans are hacking my tech lately, but we've got it working. We are here. We are here live today. The website is Let's Truck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. 
We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority, you name it, we'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. So dial us up, jump in. Uh, We do have some open phone lines because of the technical difficulties, so now's your chance. Anything goes today, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, You know, I know most of the talk in the industry right now is about the ELDs. I think that that's uh, pretty much a dead issue, other than the fact that it's going to change the industry, no question. But as far as whether it's going to happen, I think it's just about done. We're, what, nine days away uh, or less? And the way I see it, I think there are only two things that could stop it now. That would be the FMCSA halting it themselves. I haven't seen any comments coming out of the FMCSA that makes that sound very likely. Or uh, President Trump could sign an executive order, which... I think President Trump would be more likely to stop this than the FMCSA would. The problem there is I think President Trump's got a little more on his plate than worrying about uh, the ELD mandate right now. Uh, With everything going on, I just don't think that there's much chance of this being delayed. So it's time to either... Get out of the industry. Those aren't my words. I've seen uh, estimates of up to 40% of people say they will get out of the industry if the mandate goes into effect. We'll see. I'm sure the numbers aren't going to be that big. But it's either time to, if that's the way you feel, get out of the industry or figure out how you're going to do this. And there's a lot of money to be made right now. And I can only see things getting better after the mandate goes into place, as far as rates go. Um, We're not there yet, and rates are currently, right now, they are up 25% over 2016. That's significant. Let me just use an example here. If if you have your own authority, and you grossed $150,000 in 2016, you should be on track to gross about $187,000 this year. And that's a low estimate. You could do a whole lot more than that with your own authority. 2018, who knows? If the economy continues going the way it is, unemployment is down to 4.1%. The latest jobs report this last week was um, we added way more jobs than anybody expected. So that was good news. And that was the first clean jobs report we've had in several months. What I mean by clean is there were a whole bunch of things that had been affecting the jobs report unusual, like the hurricanes, um, the wildfires, a couple other things. So this latest jobs report, pretty clean, nothing unusual, and the economy added a lot of jobs. Things are looking up. Um, The market's way up. I'm not so sure that that's necessarily a good thing. It's almost starting to look like a bubble. But if the economy keeps doing what it's doing and people get out of the industry and capacity will be tighter just because of the rules themselves, it's hard to tell what could happen to rates. But if you listen to the shippers 
And I, um, I follow a couple of the shippers trade association groups. I get a couple newsletters. And they are worried, really, really worried that their freight is going to be sitting on the dock and that it's going to cost them a lot more to get it shipped. That's good news for us. So things are looking up. I don't think the ELD is really the big news now. I think rates and, here's another big one, uh, the tax reform. Passed in the House, passed in the Senate. It looks like it's going to make it to the president's desk. We don't know exactly which version yet. But really, I've looked at the House and the Senate version. I like some things in both of them. We're probably going to get some hybrid of the two. That's, it, it's back in committee now, so they can hammer out one bill. There'll be some compromises one way or the other. But if they get something to the president's desk, it looks like it's going to be significant tax cuts, probably the biggest I've ever seen and maybe the biggest in our history. That's really good news for business. Typically, when we get big tax cuts, businesses start reinvesting back into their business. One of the things that is in the bill is some rules that would allow corporations to repatriate their money. What that means is because our corporate tax rate is one of the highest in the world, Many corporations take their money out of the United States. They never bring it here. They don't want to pay that tax. Many, many other industrialized countries have much lower corporate tax rates than we do, and that money doesn't come back here. The companies would like to bring it back here. They just don't want to pay that tax. If they start bringing their money back into the country... That usually means more jobs, more growth, more freight. Right now, it it looks like the stars are all aligned to have a really, really good year in 2018. It's really important that you get good tax planning and good tax advice because the tax laws are changing dramatically. And if you are dealing with an accounting firm or a tax prep firm that works with any industry or any kind of business, there is no way they are going to be able to catch up on this stuff quick enough. So you really should be with a tax prep firm or an accountant that specializes in trucking. Because if all you do is trucking, all you have to do is wait till this bill passes and figure out how it affects trucking. That's it. But if you deal with 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 different kinds of businesses, which is normal for an accounting firm, you have to try to figure out how it affects all those different businesses. And and this is a good tax law change. It does simplify things. But we're still talking about the IRS. We're still talking about the tax code. This isn't easy. I've been through both the House and the Senate bill, and I've laid out exactly, if we were to get either one of those, I've already figured out exactly how it's going to affect drivers and owner-operators. 
Now what I'm waiting for, because I've got a good head start on it, is whatever hybrid version comes out, it will only take me a day or two to probably work through some scenarios and figure out what you should be doing as a driver or an owner-operator. Um, some of the changes that could be coming don't run out and do anything yet because we don't have the bill. But it's very possible that that the threshold for when you should file a corporation is going to change. You know, I've always said under our current tax code, if you're paying tax on more than about 65000 you probably should be an S-Corp. That number's going to change. The S-Corp, we're, we're possibly getting a brand new rule that we've never had in business before, and that is a pass-through entity. Sole Proprietor Partnership S-Corp will be getting its own tax rate. That's never happened. Not in, not in the 30 years I've been doing taxes, close to that. Um, a pass-through meant that all of the income passed through the business and was taxed at the personal level. But now there could be a new rate. That's going to change everything about business. The depreciation rules are changing dramatically in these. That will change everything about the way you do business planning. The tax rates themselves are changing. So you really want to make sure you are working with a tax prep firm or an accountant that specializes in trucking and they are staying on top of this. Also, you need to really make sure you've got good accounting numbers before this year ends because we could know what the new tax laws are in the next two weeks and they will go into effect on January 1st. It's hard to do tax planning. It's impossible to do any real tax planning if you don't have your numbers because that's what we need to look at, how the the laws affect your numbers. So you need to get your numbers done as well. What else? You know what? I've got a couple more comments. Then we're going to get to your calls and questions. We'll be right to those phone calls right after this. Stick around. Kevin Rothenberg. Foxworthy. Larry the Cable Guy here. Happy to bring you Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup. You'll hear all-American comedy that you love, backstage interviews with your favorite comedians. Be me, Jeff Foxworthy. And a whole bunch of our friends. Did I mention me? Oh, out loud. <laughs> Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup is on right now. Check it out. Sirius XM 97. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. You're going to love it. I promise. Here Owner-operators, are you on the road to success? Are you getting your fair share of the loads you haul? Landstar gives you the opportunity to share in a percentage of the revenue for every load hauled, plus 100% of the billed fuel surcharges. This way, when rates increase, your revenue does too. 
100% owner-operator means there's no competition with company trucks or waiting for someone to decide to increase your pay per mile. Of course, you'll also experience the freedom to choose your own loads and take advantage of significant savings on fuel and tire purchases while being backed by the financial strength of an industry leader. So if the search for financial freedom is driving you, then take the road to success over to Landstar. Call us today at 877-472-0099. That's 877-472-0099. Or visit us on the web at lease2landstar.com. Matt Busby is a trucking legend. He goes by the CB handle Roadhog, hauling food and clothes across the country. So without him, we'd all be hungry and naked. Matt insures his big rig with Progressive Commercial, where he can send his customers proof of insurance right from his phone. So, Matt, you keep on trucking, and we'll keep on eating and staying generally closed. Find out what makes Progressive the number one insurer of trucking legends across America. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, number one truck insurer from SNL Financial's 2014 National Written Premium Data. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. In clinical trials, Prevagen has been shown to improve short-term memory. Prevagen, the name to remember. Now available in stores everywhere. Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone here at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Winter storm Benji continues to move up the east coast. We have winter weather advisories and winter storm warnings extending from the southern Appalachians all the way up into Maine. As we take a look at radar and look at your east-west routes here heading through tonight. If you're doing any traveling on Interstate 64 through Virginia, snow expected here tonight. Awesome some snow on 64 as you travel across parts of Kentucky. Interstate 70 and 80 heading through Ohio and Indiana as we head through tonight. Some scattered snow showers. I-80 central and eastern Pennsylvania on over into northern New Jersey. We have snow tonight and it could get heavy at times. I-90 eastern New York all the way over into southern New England. On again, off again, snow heavy at times through tonight. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app for smartphones. Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. couple more things on taxes, then we are going to get to uh, your calls and questions. So, clearly, big, big changes coming for owner-operators and anybody in business. Big changes also coming for company drivers. And here's the biggest one that I see. They are virtually eliminating Schedule A deductions. So that's where we're really simplifying the tax code. And one of the estimates I've seen is that 80% of the people in the country will be able to file their tax return on a postcard. That's interesting. 
I'm not sure what's going to happen to firms like uh, H&R Block, Liberty Tax, Jackson Hewitt, places that do those really simple, what should be simple tax returns. Now they'll be so simple, you absolutely won't need those firms. Really, it's going to be that easy because nobody's going to itemize. Or I sh- Yeah, nobody. I mean, well, they're they're leaving a couple deductions in there, not many. So it's going to be really simple for most employees. Here's the twist, though, for company drivers. And I, I haven't seen much talk about this in the industry yet. One of the biggest tax deductions for company drivers is per diem. Per diem is a Schedule A deduction. It's unreimbursed employee expenses. That's going away. But that's not bad news. Let me tell you why. It's going to be bad news for some people, but I think the industry is going to have to adapt to this quickly. You know, we have a lot of uh, trucking companies in the industry that pay per diem which is very different than deducting per diem. So, but not everybody does. Some companies offer it as an option. Some only do it that way. Many don't, though. I think that after this tax law change, if companies don't offer to pay per diem, that's going to be ugly. So he, so here's the thing. Let, I'm just going to use a number of about $15,000 a year because m- that's what many owner or over-the-road drivers, employee drivers. First off, let me clarify this. For owner-operators, per diem will not change. Nothing will be different because you take your per diem deduction on Schedule C. That's not changing. It's a business expense. But as an employee driver, you take it on Schedule A as an unreimbursed employee expense. That's what's going away. But there's an easy fix as long as your carrier will do it. And that is pay the drivers per diem. If that happens, many married company drivers will not pay tax on about the first $39,000 or so. Now, that's a rough number, but that's a big number. Here's why. If you're married, the standard deduction is going to 24000 So the first 24000 for anybody who's married is going to be tax-free. If your carrier pays you the per diem, that's another 15000 or so, depending on how many nights you're away from home. That's another 15000 or so that's tax-free. But if your carrier doesn't pay the per diem, you're not going to be able to deduct it. That's going away. So I think the industry is going to have to adjust quickly. If you're a company driver, you may want to start talking to your carrier now if they don't pay per diem and ask them if they have any plans, if they're paying attention to this or not. That's a big, big difference. You know, that, that's a lot of money in somebody's pocket tax-free And if the carrier isn't paying per diem, that's going to make a big difference in how much money you get to take home. So I I would be talking to your carrier about this. Owner-operators, doesn't matter. You're going to get your per diem on the Schedule C, plus you're getting a bunch of other uh, really nice tax law changes. So I'm excited about that. We'll see if it goes through. Now, 
If you want to ask questions about this today, by all means, call. I'll tell you what I can. If you want to ask questions about taxes in general this year for the the rules we already have, um, we can do that. This is a good time to be talking about that. You still have some time to make some changes before the year ends. Remember, midnight December 31st, there are very, very few things you can change about your tax return after that day. In fact, about the only thing I can think of are retirement accounts, and those aren't really that great of a deduction anyway. So if you want to ask tax questions, we could certainly do that today. If you are looking for a tax firm that does owner-operators and drivers and is on top of this, that would be us. Uh, We do tax returns for owner-operators and drivers all over the country. So you can go to our website, letstruck.com, or you can always call us. Uh, It's 855-800-FUEL, 855-800-3835. If you can't get through with your questions, you can always call us uh, off the air and we can answer them for you. All right, uh, let's get to, I've got a couple other things, but let's get to your calls and see what it is you want to talk about. Let's go to Illinois to get started. Ron, welcome to the program. Mr. Rutherford, how's it going, brother? Good. What's on your mind today? Hey, um, I got a quick question about gearing, and I wanted to make a comment about the ELD, but I'll get into the gear question. Okay. Um, it looks like towards the end of next year, I might be buying another truck. Don't get me wrong. I love my old girl. She's got almost a million six. But I've worked real hard, and I just want to reward myself with a newer truck. Good. It is going to be a glider kit. Okay. Pre-mission engine, Detroit. It's got a 13-speed. I was playing around with some numbers. I do not want to go direct drive. So I was thinking a 321 rear and run it in 12, so it still gave me an overdrive, an actual big overdrive. What do you think the numbers on that would be fuel mileage-wise if I'm just staying at 62? Uh, So before, because that's a good setup right there, but what would be the reason not to go just a little further and go to direct? Then you have two overdrives. Well, with a, with, a, with a 13, your stick's in a kind of an awkward position, and you've got two extra gears that you're usually not ever using. Even in the 321 in 12, most of the time, even up to 72 miles an hour, you're not going to use that final overdrive. No, I agree. They're they're you know they're nice when you're empty, when you're bobtailing, and, and I agree that two. You kind of waste a gear. I, I, you know, I jokingly say if you set it up to run and direct, 13th is only good for when the cops are chasing you and you don't want to stop. Um, but I don't mind having an 11-speed transmission with a, a gear that I use occasionally when I'm empty. But if you want to do it your way, 321 and 12th sounds just about right for the speed you're talking about. So that's going to be a pretty nice setup, and then you'll have that thirteenth um, gear. So, you know, you're going to pick up a little bit of fuel economy anytime we run in a slightly lower gear. The big change, though, happens when you go to direct because it the, the gearing itself helps a little, but what really improves fuel economy is how 
all those other shafts and gears and it are not turning when you're in direct. You're running. You're not using the side right. shafts. You're running right straight through the transmission. There's a lot less oil churn. The transmission runs quieter and cooler. And so that's the big gain in fuel economy being indirect. You'll probably pick up a little in 12th, though. Okay. And real quick on the ELD thing, I hated it at first. Um, if you're running legal, you legally can actually get more miles on an ELD because you're logging by the minute instead of the 15-minute increment. Um, I've heard so many people, oh, I'm going to quit. And I understand their complaint. I don't like it either. I don't like having, you know, big government in my truck with me. But let's look at this without my feelings. From a business standpoint, as Ron Atwell, if there's any drivers listening, please quit. (laughs) <laughs> so that I can run my rates as far through the roof as I physically can. Right now, rates are up over 35% over last year at this time for me. Yeah. So yeah. I hope everybody but me quits. I'll haul all the freight I can put in this trailer. And, and I don't care if tomatoes are forty nine ninety nine a pound. I can afford them. Well, there you go. So, you know what? Um well, the music playing. Good stuff. Thanks for the call. Uh, I'm going to cut you loose during the break, but I'm going to address your comments right after this. So stick around. We'll be right back with more stuff. Kevin Rutherford. Schneider now has more types of team driving opportunities than ever. New dedicated accounts hauling for one customer. New less than truckload opportunities. Improved van truckload and tanker team options. Team drivers can earn more than solos and drive the newest equipment in the fleet with mostly automated transmissions. Plus, of course, electronic logs. Make the switch before the December mandate. Get a team sign-on bonus when you join the Schneider team today at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. 
Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the Timeshare Exit Attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out. Because your timeshare isn't a fun escape, it's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast, professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regrets. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, free wheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. You know, so so the way Ron just worded that, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I felt the exact same way. I didn't want the ELDs. I didn't want more government regulation. I, I would rather not have it. But it was pretty much inevitable. Um, to me, when I hear regulation, my knee-jerk reaction is no. I don't want any more. We're, we're so over-regulated, not just in trucking either. Every industry, every aspect of our life in this country. Our government has gotten way too big. So I, I love the trend that we're in right now, whether you love or hate President Trump. Uh, he certainly wants to reverse regulation in business. So I think that's good. I think we'll continue to see that. But the more you look at ELDs, the more positive I find in them, honestly. And I know I'm not driving anymore, but I'm putting myself back in those shoes. I did enough driving to clearly understand the issue. And, you know, Ron made one comment that he said, I don't want the government in the cab with me. I think that's an overstatement. The government's been in the cab with us since 1938. This is just a different way of recording the fact that they are tracking every single thing we do. You were always required to tell the government where you were, what you were doing, when you were there, when you left. We've always been required to report those things. We've always been required to sign that logbook saying it was true and correct. That hasn't changed. We've always been tracked. This is just a different way of tracking it. That's why all the court cases lost, because we weren't changing the rules. 
that nothing changes. It's just a different way to track the rules. Now, I think back to when I was driving, and, and one of the things, if you think about it, the, the, in the last 10 or 15 years, with all of the other ways they could have proven, whether it's um, traffic cameras, electronic tolls, receipts that are time and date stamped, you know, honestly, if, if any authority wanted to mess with you, I know just about probably 90% of the time they could have found something wrong with my logbook. If they wanted to dig enough, they would have found something wrong. A lot of that just goes away now. You know, it, it's, so it's simplifying things. It's one more thing you don't have to do. And here's the other one. I, I've been talking about this a lot. Um, as drivers, we, and I put myself in this category because I did it too. When the shippers held us up, when anybody held us up, we cheated to make up for it. We cheated to get their freight there on time even after they held us up. And that became so common that we know today shippers and receivers don't seem to care much. Um, I don't think they do it intentionally. That doesn't make any sense. But they don't try to fix those problems with appointments and scheduling and dock delays because they didn't have to. It wasn't a priority for them because we cheated on their behalf. Well, guess what? No pressure to cheat on their behalf anymore. Now they will have trucks sitting at their dock that can't leave. They'll have freight sitting somewhere in a truck stop that driver doesn't have time to get there and you can't cheat it any. Well, I guess you can. Somebody's going to call me and say, oh, you can cheat ELDs. I know you can. It's a whole lot more difficult. So now maybe we'll either get some changes in hours of service that could be good or we'll actually get... The shippers and receivers are going to have to change. The timing, in my opinion, could not be better. The economy is booming. Freight is piling up on docks already. Rates are going through the roof. I think the biggest mistake we can make as an industry right now is to delay this mandate. If they delay it, everybody will go back to business as usual And who's to say two years from now when the delay is over and nobody's going to change anything between now and then? Come on, human nature, everybody's just going to go back to doing what they were doing. And three months before the delay ends, then everybody will scramble again just like they did this time. But who's to say maybe we'll be in an economic downturn then? Then the mandate goes through and the shippers won't be in the bind they're in right now. This is our chance. Bring on the mandate, and the shippers are going to have to change if they want their freight to get to where it needs to be. I I think we are in the perfect storm. I think the stars are aligned, and a delay now I think would be a really bad idea. So I'm glad there isn't much chance that it's going to happen. Let's get back to some phone calls. Let's go to Amarillo. Danny, welcome to the program. Yeah, good afternoon, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Yeah, I, yeah, I had a, a couple questions about um, the data entry on the uh, on the traffic gauges. Yeah. Yeah, well, what, what I was wondering is, 
Uh, you, you know, say like when you do an invoice and you pick up the load on the 28th and then you deliver on the 2nd of the next, the following month, um, what's the proper way to uh, uh, to enter that? The okay. month you picked it up Good. or the, when you delivered it? Good question. Here is the, the simple answer to this, and this could cover a lot of different situations. You are what is called a cash basis taxpayer. So in accounting, there, there's two different groups we could fall into. Most small businesses are cash basis taxpayers. As you start to grow, and I mean like multiple trucks, employees, all kinds of things, you could switch to what's called accrual accounting. And it gets a lot more complicated. There are some reasons to do it, but I'm not even going to go into them. So let's stick to cash basis. This, is, this should make this really easy to remember anytime you have a question like this. As a cash basis okay. taxpayer, you always post things on the date they actually happened. And when I say when they happened, that means either when the money is in your hand for income or leaves your hand for expenses. So you could invoice them on the 28th, but when you invoice them, did you get any money that day? No. Then don't book anything. Don't put anything into the accounting on that date other than your invoice, which shouldn't affect anything. You wouldn't show that as revenue until it's physically in your possession. So the date that it hits your bank account, that would always be the date that you use in your accounting. Same thing for expenses. There are actually a couple exceptions on expenses. If you use a credit card, you can book the expense right then when you bought it. So that, that's the easy way to think of expenses. But just always keep in mind as a cash basis taxpayer, you're going to use the date when things actually happened. When, you, when the money was in your hand or your bank account, that's when you show it as revenue. When you spend it on something, that's when you show it as an expense. Okay. So, um, so, so say like when I do the invoice, and say uh, uh, email it off to whoever the broker is or whoever the invoice is going to, um, I, I still fill it out the same way, you know, like the, the date that uh, I'm yeah. invoicing it. Yeah. But I, I just wouldn't enter it into the uh, accounting until it goes into my bank account. Correct. It would be like for, like, say, like uh, January or something. Yeah, versus correct. Versus November. You know, dur- during or, during the year, yeah, what you just said is correct. So during the year, it really doesn't matter much. You know, if we're talking about, well, I I wrote the invoice in November and I got the money in December. Honestly, no matter which month you put it in, it's not going to change your taxes at all. It's only going to change your business reports a little bit. But I I always use the date that you get the money so that it's easy. It's consistent. Always do it the same way. Now, where it will make a difference is towards in December say or towards the end of the year so if you put if you invoice somebody in December but they don't pay you till January 1st well you don't have to pay any tax on that money till the following year because if it happens in January I mean you're you know say we're coming into 2018 you invoice somebody right now in 2017 well, if you don't get the money till January of 2018, technically you're not paying that tax on that money till 2019 on that tax return. 
Okay. Okay, well, I cleared that up right there. Good. Um, Good. Okay, one, one more for you there about yep. that. Uh, say, say, say if I have a truck that's just sitting uh, parked, a truck in a trailer, but I still have it under the insurance just for, you know, uh, for theft or damage or whatever. Yeah. Um, all that money that I'm spending towards that truck having it parked and sitting there, uh, that's still like, I still got to show that as well, like a negative, right? As oh, absolutely. As far as on the profit gate or the profit yeah. Now, here's the thing. You want to show it as an expense for taxes because it'll lower your taxes. And you really do want to show it even in your accounting because you are really spending that money. I mean, that's part of your business expense. So we want to be accurate. So absolutely, if you have equipment that's sitting but it's costing you money, we record that no different than any other expense. Good questions, by the way. We'll be right back. Stick around. Kevin Rothman. The Dave Bebo Show. It's not just about trucking. It's philosophy. You say that you would like to go back and do it all over again and do it differently, but then you might not be who you are, so therefore it's impossible to do it differently because if you did it differently, you wouldn't be you and you wouldn't be able to say, I'd like to go back and do it again because you wouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. The Dave Nemo Show. Traffic and weather updates every hour and news on all things trucking. Weekdays, 7 a.m. East. Boat Dog Trucking Radio. That's the power of subliminal messaging. This is Tim Ashoff, president of Creek Carrier Corporation. At Creek Carrier and Schaefer Trucking, we believe that drivers deserve more. That's why, effective January 1, Creek Carrier and Schaefer are increasing pay for our over-the-road fleets and many of our regional and dedicated drivers. Our OTR drivers will start out earning 47 to 53 cents per practical mile, and with profit sharing, the top 50% of our drivers will now average over $73,000 per year. We believe you deserve more out of your career. Visit CreekCarrierJobs.com to apply now. Hiring is important. People are what make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? ZipRecruiter makes it simple. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. Tis the season to headbang your holiday stress away to the high-powered, heavy sound of Five Finger Death Punch, Metallica, and more on Sirius XM's channel for new hard rock. Octane, channel 37. Or escape to an alternative reality and the all-rock sounds of artists like Portugal the Man and the Killers on Alt Nation, channel 36. No matter how you jingle bell rock, there's a Sirius XM channel for you. Find yours now in the rock category and streaming on the Sirius XM app. 
I'm meteorologist Ken Boone here at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. We continue to watch Winter Storm Benji as it moves up the East Coast. Winter Storm warnings and advisories still in place from the southern Appalachians all the way up into Maine. As we take a look at your north-south routes, let's start on I-90 Virginia all the way up into Maine. Snow expected for us here as we head through tonight. It could be heavy at times in spots. Interstate 81 from Virginia all the way up into New York. Look for periods of snow here tonight. All that snow moving east and northeast here as we head through the overnight hours. Across the Ohio Valley, scattered snow showers on Interstate 75 as you travel down through lower Michigan, Ohio, into eastern Kentucky. Snow showers on 65 from Indiana down into Kentucky as well. Interstate 35 through the nation's midsection, a nice ride and a quiet ride on 5 on the west coast. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road. Dog, Sirius XM 146 and on the Sirius XM app. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get uh, right back to the phone calls. We're off to Indiana this time. Adam, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Got an oil sample for you. You actually looked at the first one that you'll see on there, too. A um, little bit of a coolant leak. Hasn't gotten better. Was out at Pittsburgh Power. And um, they did a bubble test on it. Couldn't really come up with anything, you know, saying for sure um they did talk about dropping the oil pan to see if we could see any coolant on the inside maybe we had a liner getting thin something like that so i guess looking to see what your thoughts are on there um ended up getting in there had a turbo actuator code showing up on the truck put a new turbo on a uh, new rebuilt turbo i guess or remand turbo that would be that turbo lasted 3600 miles and uh locked up again and they changed that here in Virginia this past week, and I guess split it, and that was a bad rebuild. That turbo that they had remanned should have never been redone. Um, so that was interesting. Fifty-five hundred dollars for a turbo that lasted, oh. you know, thirty-six or seven hundred miles. I think I got out of it. Yeah, that that turbo cost you almost two dollars a mile. <laughs> Holy cow! Um, right. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. So, so like I said. Uh, Go ahead. And, and I guess as, as far as that oil sample goes, talking to Josh and the boys there, um, with the OPS filter on there, you know, it, he asked how many miles had on it, and this was the second filter on this oil, so there's a little over 41,000 miles on it. And they kind of told me that Cummins frowns on doing the extended drain oil with crank problems and cam problems and all that. So I guess well, let, I'm kind of curious Let's address to see. that. Let, let's address that. Here's the thing. Cummins okay. Cummins clearly had a decade, almost a decade, of problems with their engine. It goes back to the ISX as soon as we went to EGR. 05 was when they really started showing up with problems. Their their crank or their cams were failing constantly and they blamed it on everybody. They blamed it on the company that hardened their their camshafts and then said it was a bad batch it won't happen again it kept going on year after year they were looking for anybody to blame that on so they tried blaming it on extended drains well here's the problem with that 
if you have a bypass oil filter or not, I don't even care if you have one or not, if you're doing oil samples and we pull a sample and there's nothing wrong with the oil, I, I will get you a hundred oil engineers that will say, no, when we look at a sample, we can tell you whether that oil could have done any damage to the engine or not. And clearly, it, it these engines had good oil in them. I don't care if there's 3,000 miles on the oil or 300,000 miles on the oil. The sample tells us everything we need to know. Is it the right viscosity? Are there any contaminants in it? Everything we need. So Cummins trying to blame that on extended drains couldn't have been further from the truth. Unless somebody was doing extended drains and coming back with level three and four on their oil and then just leaving it in there. Well, yeah, that could cause a problem, but that wasn't the case. I, I looked at, not exaggerating, I bet I went through 50 of those ISX engines that failed, and I went through all the oil samples, and virtually every one of them, there is no way you could blame it on the oil. So, um, it, Okay, it, so, so as long as I keep sampling and all that stuff, you're good with keeping with the extended drain absolutely um you know i sample every twenty thousand, all that stuff like i said josh has kind of said well you know cummins doesn't really approve of extended oil drains and you know oil's cheap you know you're, you're better off just changing it no and you're, then you no, don't you're, have that hold headache on, but hold on who says oil's cheap i i don't think it's cheap right. at all I think it's outrageously expensive to change oil in a semi-truck when there's no need to. We have, literally, I had a call last week, the guy has 600,000 miles on his oil. Now, let's do a little math. Um, the, you know, what does Cummins want you to change it at, 15,000? Because that that, I know their newer engines aren't that low, but that used to be on their, you know, mid-2000s engines. That was a 15,000-mile oil change. So that's roughly, see, every 15,000, you would do four in 600. What did that, that would be like 400 oil. No, that can't be right. 40 oil changes? It's a lot. Think about how much money that guy saved because he's got an engine that's burning clean enough that he was able to keep the oil in there for 600,000 miles. So don't, and I know it's not right. you, but that makes me crazy when people say oil is cheap. It's not cheap at all. If I have to spend that kind of money every 15,000 right. miles, that's why I've been promoting, you know, bypass filtration. Now, I'm not a big fan of extending drains without bypass filtration and without oil sampling. So if that's what Cummins is talking about, people just saying, oh, I'm not going to change it at 15, I'll change it at 30 or 50 and they're not using bypass and they're not sampling, then I would agree with Cummins. That's a really bad idea. But if you have a bypass filter and you're sampling, you leave the oil in there until the sample tells us there's something wrong with it. Okay. So on on this sample, when we took it, um, you know, I showed Pete that first sample that's on there, and, you know, he thought maybe it was a bad read. I'm not putting in a lot of coolant. So he made the call, we dumped that oil, put in new oil, and pulled that sample that you're looking at now. So I'm running new oil, and I just run the 1540 Mobile Delvac. Um, now, let me, you know, let me, no synthetic, let me no clarify. additive, no nothing. Okay, and that's fine. That's all you need. I mean, um, 
I don't believe in additives. A synthetic is nice, but it's it's not going to make a really big difference. We can run, um, you know, mineral oil or conventional oil just as long as we can run synthetic. They're they're exactly the same. People, there's this belief that synthetic oil allows us to do extended drains. That's not true. There are many, many benefits to synthetic oil, but extended drains isn't one of them because we don't change oil because it breaks down. We change oil because it gets dirty. Well, synthetic oil gets dirty just the same as conventional oil does. So I like synthetic, but that's not the reason why. Now, let me clarify something, though. I'm I'm looking at a sample that was done in July, and it showed there was roughly 20,000 miles on the oil. Then I'm looking at a sample in November, and it shows there was 41,000 miles, but you told me you changed in between there. No, no. After when when they pulled that sample in at Pittsburgh Power in uh, November, that sample that you're looking at, we changed it okay. after they pulled so, that sample. Like I said, Pete thought maybe we just got a bad read well, on that first sample that I showed him, the July sample. Here's the so he interesting said, we'll just thing: we'll dump it, we'll start new oil, and that's where yeah. we went with that one. Okay, so here's the interesting thing: in July, we've got sodium of 82, potassium of 104. Then, in November, with 41,000 miles, we only go up to 88 and 113. I mean, it's almost like you had a leak, but then the leak stopped for some reason because it it didn't go up. I mean, so that seems a little odd. That's not a normal pattern. Normally, we would see that number just continue to go higher and higher, but it basically leveled off as though there was a leak and now there isn't. Was anything done on the okay. truck that could have fixed a leak? Um, nope, I've had nothing nothing changed as far as motor-wise. How weird. Um, during that time. No, there was there was nothing done. Huh. Well, that's that's a strange pattern. So what I would say then is you're not putting in a lot of coolant. So I, I it doesn't seem like there's a leak, but clearly an excessive amount of coolant got into the system at some point. And that's why your viscosity went up. That's why your wear metals went up. Um, coolant is really hard on the engine. Coolant strips all the zinc out of the oil, and the zinc is what's protecting the metal. And honestly, you've got Delvac in here. Delvac doesn't have a lot of zinc to begin with. Uh, honestly, I might even recommend... Um, doing another sample at like 15,000 miles. Are you there yet or close? Okay. Um, let's see where we are right now. Right now I have got, um, yeah, I'm only about 5,000 on this one. We changed it out at Pittsburgh. Okay. I would wait to about 15. I would pull another sample, Um, and if there's still some coolant, and you can always call back, we'll go over your next sample. We're coming up on a break. Um, I would pull another sample, and we'll take a look at it. 
you might want to, if we can't figure this out right away, you might want to switch to Rotella if you have to change the oil again because Rotella has a lot of zinc in it, okay. and it really protects against the coolant. But right now, I wouldn't make any um, major decisions. I would wait to see what happens on that next sample. And with that, okay, I'm going we'll to have to get to a break, so we will be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rodgers. They turned new wave into a global phenomenon. Now, Duran Duran is performing just for you in an intimate Sirius XM subscriber only event. Duran Duran, live from Miami Beach tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, exclusively on Sirius XM First Wave Channel 33, or listen on your connected device with the Sirius XM app. Hi, I'm Brandon Burchard. I have a tough but honest question for you. Have you noticed some people achieving way more than you, and it really bothers you? Why are some people getting ahead while you feel like you're fighting so hard? You're good, so what's the difference between achievers and high performers? Well, I've got six reasons and a quiz for you. Text the word CHANGE to 642-642 right now and get a copy of my new book, High Performance Habits, and I'll give you a free $97 assessment. You'll get six scores that pinpoint why you struggle and exactly which new habits you should adopt right now. I spent 20 years studying high performers. My new book, High Performance Habits, reveals the difference between doing okay and living an extraordinary life. Text CHANGE to 642-642 to get my new book and take the free $97 performance assessment. High Performance Habits. That's my new book. You'll love it. New Habits, New You. That's C-H-A-N-G-E to 642-642. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, this may be the last time you ever have to think about hair loss. Because I'm telling you, Bosley is the real deal. They're giving men their hair back permanently. They're real hair. All it takes to get started on the hair gain train is a single text message. You'll get an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card when you text KIT66 to 85850. Check them out now. Bosley will show you for free how great your hair could look. Dude, this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're America's number one hair restoration expert, ahead of the curve with the latest technology. And the best part, Bosley's solution is permanent. You're going to love what they'll do for your hair. So drop what you're doing long enough to send a text. Get your free information kit and gift card for $250 off by texting KIT66 to 85850. Don't forget, that's KIT66 to 85850. CDLA drivers. Roadrunner Transportation is not waiting for the new year to make changes, and neither should you. We're implementing fantastic changes across our divisions for both owner-operators and company drivers. New increased pay packages, new safety programs and incentives, new choice freight programs, less downtime, and more home time. Roadrunner also just added more brand-new 2018 trucks to our already industry-leading lease purchase program. To join our family, call 888-456-0885 or visit joinroadrunner.com today. The Dave Nebo Show, 7 a.m. East. Your talk and conversation open to uh, everybody in trucking. Road Dog Trucking Radio.
back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We are going to get right back to the phone calls. We're off to Utah this time. Brett, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin Fairtax now. Absolutely. What's on your mind I today? A, no, I think I got a bad set of uh, differentials. You should have some oil samples. Let's take I a got look. 993,000 on these rear ends. I've gotten pieces of metal the first time I drained the pumpkins out of both of them, and Freightliner said there wasn't enough metal to constitute an issue. But here we are with a level four critical and a level three, and they've been trending that high all along pretty much. And every once in a while I can feel a slip. Yeah, that's that's not good. Um, there is one more step you could take, and that that's kind of what they're recommending in this sample. So, iron. You know, if something shows up as iron, that narrows it down to certain components within that differential that are made out of iron. But there are multiple components made out of iron. They can actually go further on another test where they take the metal itself, the iron that they find in the sample, and they test it down to a a smaller level so they can pinpoint which iron component it was. Sometimes that helps us determine, do we need to just trash the whole gear set, or is there something in there that we could replace? So that's a... a, Go ahead. I'm thinking about putting some 262s in it. Okay. Then then I wouldn't bother doing the further testing. It does. It's not outrageously expensive, but you're going to spend some money on it. So if you're looking at different gears, then I would say just don't even bother testing. The, the, the numbers are pretty high. I, I wouldn't feel real confident running on these differentials for long. Well, that's what I mean. And then, you know, like, I've got the alliance rear end, so they got really goofy ratios. Okay. It's like my I got three thirty ones in this originally. That's what's in it now. So I was looking for like something in a two eighty three. They have a two eighty three. They got a two sixty two and a two fifty three. Those are weird and then it ratios. Goes up to a three forty two. While well, I was thinking about running in twelfth gear. When I'm running like 65, 70 miles an hour, and then like 60 miles an hour or less, I can run it in direct with a 262. Yeah, with a 262, you could go all the way up to about 65 in direct pretty comfortably. Yeah, let's see. I, I run refrigerated, and they got us on some pretty tight schedules on some of our stuff. So yeah. some of our stuff, you're running 70, 75, and oh, yeah. some of it you yeah. can run you know, 60 miles an hour. So I was trying to find that in between where I could run comfortable in either one. Yeah, I think 262s would be... What engine do you have? It's a DD-50. Oh, yeah, 262s will be great. You might even want to think about going to the 253 with a DD-15 because they will... What year is it? It's an 09. I got a... Keaton 13 speed, 1850 torque. Yeah, they'll, they'll pull, over. You know, the DD15 will pull way down in the RPM range and still put out quite a bit of torque. So 
I, either one, the 253 or the 262, I wouldn't go any lower than that. Lower meaning a higher number. I wouldn't go into the 280s. Right. Not with it. Now, if you had a Series 60, 280s would be fine. But with the DD15, I would either do 253s. Uh, you know what? If I had to pick, I'd pick the 262. Give us a little more pulling power because you still have two more gears, you know, after direct. So it's not like you're not going to have enough yeah, speed. Yeah, I mean, the, the way I figured, I'm never going to use 13th unless I'm just going downhill and want to bring down the RPMs. Yeah, yeah. So 262s, I think, would be ideal. Okay. All right. That's what I, that's what I wanted to hear and I, that my thinking was correct. Yep, you were right on with that one. All right, thanks, Kevin. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to Alabama. Paul, welcome to the program. Uh, howdy. I got three things today. All right. That uh, the Cummins, the bad batch of cams, there was about half a million in that batch, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, just took them a long time. Yeah. to. It took them about eight years to I'm run not- out of those cams. Yeah, yeah, so, but uh, I saw a troop who I believe, I didn't meet him, but I saw him broke down on the side of the road at Meridian, Mississippi today, and I believe that he was probably a true professional because not only did he have three triangles out, he had three triangles out positioned correctly and not 20 feet behind his truck, laying down. Wow. So I'd like to give credit to the broke down poly trucking truck today at meridian mississippi there you go all right good stuff and i don't know if he's listening or not but yeah of course um, he is every the, the, uh, yeah. hey hey hey, yeah. hey how, how dare you doubt that every truck driver in north america is listening to me right now well he might have been having a 10-hour <laughs> break on the side of the road the triangle's down on that but uh uh, the ELD, people saying you can get further on an ELD you because it, it, it goes by the minute. Well, if I'm driving, if I'm logging on paper and the guy next to me is logging on an electronic and we drive somewhere and it takes 54 minutes to get there, he logs 54 minutes and I log one hour. If we're going along and we go somewhere and it takes one hour and six minutes to get there, he logs one hour and six minutes, and I log an hour. So you gain it, some, you lose some. I don't yeah, see the big difference. I, I don't think it's going to make a lot of difference. I, I don't either. I, you know, I think when it comes down to the those kind of things, we're splitting hairs. I mean, technically, yeah. the hours of service did not change. Nothing changed. The only thing that changed is how we record them. So... You know, yeah. in essence, how much money you can make, really the only... I, now, I, I, I got into it with somebody on Facebook today because they posted that this was just going to be a big wash. Because they said, you're going to lose 30% of your miles under ELDs, but rates will go up 30%, so it's just a wash. You know, if you lose 30% of your miles, you have been doing some heavy-duty yeah. cheating. And when I said that, yeah. then they got all upset saying, oh, well, you know, you're making it sound like we're stealing money when you use the word cheating. And, and my response was, I never said anything about anybody stealing. It, it's real simple. You know, the, the definition cheating, of cheating, cheating is yeah. to break the rules or regulations. 
we all did it on yeah. paper logs. Let, let's just admit it. We all did it. So, but if you really are going to lose 30% of your miles, that was heavy-duty cheating. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had an interesting event uh, yesterday morning. Um, I got out of bed at 8 a.m. I went on to off-duty. I couldn't start till 9 a.m. And when I hopped back in the truck at 9.04, my ELD was already on the on-duty line, and I wasn't even anywhere near it. I didn't touch it. I don't know how it did it, but... <laughs> yeah, you know... Mystery. It, w- would it be... Would it be fair to say in a seven-day week you could get 3,000 miles in? Oh, I do that every week. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's... When, I, when, I'm work, when I'm working. Yeah, yeah when so, so 3,000 miles is a pretty fair number. I'm not exaggerating in either direction there. But if you're currently getting yep. 3,000 miles under a paper log, that would mean you could only get 2,100 under an ELD. That, that number is so far yeah. off. So I guess what they're saying is they're getting like 5,000 miles and they're going to lose 30%, which would really be bad. But I, the, the numbers I hear people throwing out just make us look like idiots or criminals, one of the two. Yeah. yeah well, I've still got about, uh, about 300 miles to go on my day. But I'm at uh, three thousand and forty miles. Yeah, there you since go. Last Monday. So. Yeah, there yeah, you go. I'm happy. Yep. So. Okay, that's all I got. All right, that's all I need. Thanks for the call. Good stuff. All right, we are coming up on a break, so I have an exciting announcement. Put your finger on the mouse and get ready, because it's going to go fast. Last week, it only took fifty-three minutes. Um, there is a batch of monkey brittle in the store, so you better get to it. Uh, 53 minutes last week was all it took, so it's there. Get there, get it. Um, maybe the last batch we have this year, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll try to get some more in, but it's tough. Next year should get better. We're waiting on a, a, a building to get finished here in town so we can increase production. But right now there is monkey brittle in stock. Get it for the holidays. Give it as gifts. It's great stuff. People love it. All right. Go to the store, letstruck.com. There's all kinds of other great stuff while you're over there as well. Get uh, get all the truck drivers on your Christmas list stocked up. Beef sticks, nut butters, monkey brittle. Maybe throw in an OPS or a uh, Maxwell start module. All kinds of great Christmas ideas there. Leaky gut kits. Who doesn't want a leaky gut kit for Christmas? Come on. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
Dave Nemo, hitch a ride with Meredith Oaks and Chris T. On Freewheeling. It's an opportunity to get on the air and share the open road. There are a lot of people out there who appreciate what you do and how hard you work. From long hauls to local loads, they're talking everything. It's a social media platform that you actually utilize. Join the conversation with Meredith Oaks and Chris T. On Freewheeling. We're here with you. You're here with us. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Share it with the people you love. And the Sirius XM app. Hi, I'm Dan Workman from Landstar Heavy Specialized. Landstar is the nation's premier platform carrier, and we're looking for quality owner-operators who are interested in flat, step, and heavy specialized freight. You'll have a lot of advantages at Landstar, like unmatched access to freight and big savings on straps, binders, chains, fuel, tires, and more. Find out why more owner-operators choose Landstar. Call us at 800-435-4010 or visit us at leasetolandstar.com. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have FreePrints yet, you've got to get it. FreePrints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the FreePrints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. You're premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days with more than 100,000 five-star reviews free prints is one of the world's favorite apps download it now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints the app is free and so are the prints no subscriptions no commitments just free prints go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints that's freeprintsnow.com I keep hearing this thing called yoga is the way to achieve inner peace. But I get my inner peace from PrePass. It's the most reliable way station bypass and e-tolling platform in North America. And right now, you can free yourself with one free month of service. No yoga pants required. Call 888-559-PASS. Use the promo code ROADDOG or visit prepass.com slash ROADDOG to start your risk-free trial. 888-559-7277 or visit prepass.com slash ROADDOG. Namaste. Is that how you say it? I'm meteorologist Ken Boone here at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Winter storm Benji continues to move up the east coast. We have winter weather advisories and winter storm warnings extending from the southern Appalachians all the way up into Maine. As we take a look at radar and look at your east-west routes here heading through tonight. If you're doing any traveling on Interstate 64 through Virginia, snow expected here tonight. Awesome some snow on 64 as you travel across parts of Kentucky. Interstate 70 and 80 heading through Ohio and Indiana as we head through tonight. Some scattered snow showers. I-80, central and eastern Pennsylvania on over into northern New Jersey. We have snow tonight, and it could get heavy at times. I-90, eastern New York, all the way over into southern New England. On again, off again, snow heavy at times through tonight. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app for smartphones.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Hey, you know, speaking of the end of the year and, and all those things we normally do around this time of year, uh, one of them I can tell you I'm very, very familiar with. A lot of people in this country want to lose weight. A lot of truck drivers want to lose weight. And the whole New Year's resolution, I'm going to exercise more, I'm going to lose weight. I'm really familiar with this because my first business, I opened it when I was 19 years old, was a gym. And we opened it in the summertime right after I graduated. And that first January, I thought I had struck a gold mine. We had so many people sign up in January. They were all gone by February, though. So I experienced it way back then. Um, Over the years, I've had memberships to gyms, and I take January off every year. I don't have a gym anymore because I don't have time to get to the gym, so I work out at home if I need to. But when I had a gym membership, I would take January off because the gym was so damn crowded because of all the New Year's resolutions, and then they're all gone by February. Here's the thing. Honestly, I know somebody's going to want to argue with me about this. Exercise is not good for losing weight. Really isn't. Exercise is good for a lot of things. It's good for your mind. It's good for your body. It's good for your cells. It's good for your movement, your joints. It's good for your attitude. I'm not saying you shouldn't exercise. It's a great thing. doesn't help much with weight loss. really doesn't. You should be able to achieve a normal body weight just by the way you eat. And if you need to lose weight, if you need to reverse diabetes, any of those things, go to our website and check out my course on Keto Jumpstart. It's a very inexpensive course. It will show you exactly, exactly how to get to your normal body weight and address some of those health concerns, get you uh, all fixed up for a DOT. We have taken people that have lost their DOT physical completely, lost their CDL, not allowed to drive, and we have got them to a full two-year medical card using a a ketogenic diet. So I have a whole course about it online. I think it's $29. Uh, Everything in there, what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, all kinds of things. So check it out. It's at letstruck.com. Look under the university tab. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Weed, California. Mark, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. Thank you. You're welcome. I would like to uh, have a little conversation about your position on nothing changes with the use of an ELD. Okay. And I'd like to point out a little example that I think is verifiable through my experience this morning that something does change. Okay. And that is the drivers, 99%, the majority, okay, of the drivers have lost their ability to produce a paper copy on demand by the inspector or an officer, which that regulation is still on the books. And I had an educational seminar by an Oregon State police officer that it is their position that they don't want to look at my tablet. They don't want to go through the trouble of having me email them to me that if I was going to operate in Oregon, I had better be prepared and equipped 
to produce a paper copy on demand at the roadside inspections or otherwise. Yeah, so I, I so here's the thing. We're going to have a a tough transition. That we're going to have problems with the technology. The FMCSA being the government agency that they are has screwed this up. Um they haven't properly vetted the devices that are on the market. They haven't properly nope. thought through all of these kind of issues. So I agree with you. In in the detail, in the everyday transition, we're going to have problems. Now, 99% of drivers, you know, you you threw that number out like they can't produce it. I get it. They can't. But that doesn't mean 99% of them are going to have the problem. You talk to one guy or even 10, there's 10,000 out there that are going to be checking these things. Most of them, and I've talked to a lot of them, most of them say, look, it's an ELD. We're not even looking much anymore. I, you know, I, my, my comment in the open, under a paper logbook, if they want to dig, if you just get one of those assholes that wants to dig, they could almost always find a mistake. If they want to look at your receipts or if they want to look at scale times or all kinds of other things they're, they're legally allowed to go look for, they could almost always find a problem. Under the ELDs, most of them are saying, look, right. it, it's just... We know a lot of the cheating is going away. So most of them are not going to demand that you produce a paper copy. Most of them aren't even going to want to look at the records anymore. Right. Well, I, I just pointing that out a little bit. I'm trying, you know, in my circle, you know, bring this up that you're, you're correct. It's an oversight of the regulators. Uh, is it this situation going to be used? as a little catch-22, as a gotcha by law enforcement now. Because I was kind of like threatened that, well, next time you come through Oregon and I stop you and you don't have paper copies on demand, on the spot, that they're going to write up and put drivers out of service. So, I mean, that's that's, excuse me, but, I mean, it's an example, yes. That's in one state. In, in the other states, it's not going to be a problem. Well, wait a but minute. And it, you could say it's one state, but that's not the state's position on this. That, that was one inspector you talked to. Or maybe it's the guys that hang around with him. There's all kinds of stories like this flying around. I saw something that Washington State, if they want to, will give you a $500 ticket at every single scale if you're not in compliance. They literally said, and, and again, this is rumor, conjecture, there's all kinds of stories flying around. You know, they're claiming Washington State is going to stand at the scale, ask for an ELD. If you don't have an ELD, you're getting a $500 ticket, and they're going to do it at every scale in the state, and you could end up with multiple tickets with one trip through Washington. I I have a hard time believing that's ever going to happen. I have a hard time believing that if you can't produce a paper copy, they're going to put you out of service. Because how do you get back into service? Well, exactly. So if that's the case, if 99% of the trucks can't produce a paper copy, and they're going to put every one of those trucks out of service, it's going to take about three hours before there's no place left to park in that scale. 
Well, that that's true. But I, I found it interesting that the officer was kind of advising me that, you know, he was posturing that it was, yeah, the, the state patrol's well, I, position. Again, I would have... they didn't want to look at my tablet, that no, they I, would still prefer of drivers to produce the copies. And uh, I was of, like, okay. Of course they would, because people don't like change. Drivers don't want to use electronic versions, and they don't want to look at them. People don't like change. But I would have put it back on him. I would have said, wait a minute. I, I know lots of truck drivers, and, and very, very few of them could produce a paper copy. So if you start putting every one of them out of service, where are they going to park? Because you're going to run out in a couple hours. Then what do we do? Well, you're, I mean, your your points are, are valid, and, and I agree that it, it, it's kind of an absurd idea for them to think that they could, but it, it's just, you know, the position of the government that, well, they kind of overlooked this. Well, they always and it's do. it's still out there. I mean, that I, the regulation. Th- this is why is, I, it makes me. Enforced. This is why it makes me crazy when people think the government is the yeah. answer to our problem. The government's not the answer. This is why I didn't want ELDs. It, it, it's because the government screws up almost everything they get their hands on. Every time they write oh, a regulation, they screw it up. That's one of my biggest problems with it. I don't even mind the tracking part of it so much. For me, I'd much rather let the computer do all that paperwork instead of me, but I knew that the government, once they get their hands on this, they'll screw it up. They have in a hundred ways, and we will feel pain through the transition. Um, It's no different. How many times have we been through this? We've been through hours of service change after, you know, 60 years they decided to change it and it's been nothing but a disaster since they change it they rechange it they change their mind again well let's do a study let's try this we're back to it again we have another study going on so i'm not surprised um there are going to be tons and tons of these kinds of stories going around but it's just not going to be that extreme just not and a lot of it comes down to how well you deal with people you know if you go into the scale being a jerk they might get you on that they're not going to do it to everybody stick around we'll be right back i'm kevin rothford Network Radio and Mad Dog Sports Radio broadcast from baseball's winter meetings at the happiest place on earth, the Walt Disney World Resort. Yo ho, yo ho, a general manager's life for me. Hear interviews with managers and executives. Do you want to sign a picture? Coverage of baseball's winter meetings begins tomorrow on MLB Network Radio, Sirius 209 XM 89, and Monday on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82. 
owner-operator truck drivers. The freight market is hot. Rates are up, and the e-log mandate may push them even higher. Lease your business on with a leading freight board so you can immediately share in the higher rates. Schneider's Choice Program, the premier choice for owner-operators for years, now boasts even more access to freight in a hot market, plus lower operating costs and ELD compliance. Lease on now as a van or tanker owner-operator with Schneider's Choice Program at SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. That's SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollars, $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote, 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Message and data rates may apply. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can. Because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free evaluations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword CLEAR22 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text CLEAR22 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text CLEAR22 to 350350. That's C-L-E-A-R-22 to 350350. If you got it, I'll bet just about anything that a truck brought it. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Series XL. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. So one of the things, and I say this all the time, if you call and want to talk about fuel mileage, engines, business, taxes, those kind of things I read a lot about. If I'm going to talk about something on the air, I usually know what I'm talking about. I do a lot of research. That's what I do. But I say when it comes to compliance, I'm not going to argue with anybody. I, I, I know most of the basics. I usually know what's going on, but I miss details all the time. So I'm not going to fight with somebody um, about a compliance issue unless I take the time to go actually look it up and research it. Um, but Matt just sent me a uh, sheet from his uh, Big Road, um, and it 
clearly says on here, and I would think that they probably got it right, it says, and this is talking about AOBRDs, but same thing. When using an AOBRD in the U.S. or Canada, you are not required to produce a printed copy during a roadside inspection. If the inspector requests a copy of your logs, you can fax or email them directly from the Inspect Daily Log Instruction screen. Um, and I think the wording he used was, you are required um, to hand the instructions for your ELD to the inspector. Now, clearly you can get inspectors who will fight with you. I get that. That's not going to be the norm. You know, I, I have spent a lot of time with the other side, what many drivers refer to as the bad guys, law enforcement. Some states, whether it's a state DOT, some states it's state troopers. I've done ride-alongs many, many times. When I was on the Florida road team, I did multiple ride-alongs with enforcement in both Florida and Georgia. When I was in Colorado, I went with the state troopers because they do uh, commercial vehicle enforcement. I did ride-alongs with them. I've spent days at the scales as part of the uh, road team program. And I've gotten to know a lot of these guys. They're just people. They're no different than you and I. They're doing a job. Are some of them jerks? Absolutely. Are some truck drivers jerks? No question. We're people. They don't like this change, most of them, any more than you do. Some love it. Some hate it. Some don't care. Just like truck drivers. They are not using this, the majority of them, are not using this as a way to just get you and stick it to you. In fact, I think the opposite is going to happen. They're less likely to even worry about hours of service or looking at your records because they know there's a lot less cheating going on. So I I know there a lot of drivers are going to want to blow this up. They're going to want to turn it into this big problem. We're going to hear... More stories after the 18th. I can't wait. It's going to just be pure entertainment. But for the most part, they don't want this to interrupt their day any more than you want it to interrupt yours. Let's uh, let's go to some phone calls and see what it is you want to talk about. Let's go to Nebraska. Todd, welcome to the program. Todd, are you with me? I'm not hearing anybody there. Todd, I'll put you on hold, see if we can come back to that. Let's go to Mississippi. Jeff, it's your turn. Welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. I uh, had a question about tires. I got a single screw truck now with a lift axle. Okay. And 90% of the time I got my lift axle up. So I was curious as the torque. I put more torque on that one axle now. So... Do I have to be a little more choosier about my tires as um, far as, you know, tire wear? I, I will tell you, your tires are going to wear a lot faster. You know, I, I ran okay. single axle tractors for years, so I have a lot of experience with this. You know, I, I talk to guys with tandems that run in certain parts of the country, get 300, 350,000 miles out of a set of drive tires. I averaged, yes. I averaged about 150,000. Now, not only did I have a single axle, but 
the the road surface in Florida and Georgia, which is where a lot of my trucks did their miles, was pretty rough. It was hard on tires. Um, so I got 150000 You'll get a lot less. But that never changed my philosophy on tires. I bought the best quality tire I could get with the lowest rolling resistance. And that's why, you know, we okay. partnered with Michelin for years because um, it still made sense. The, the fuel savings are what you're after. Um, the, the better tires yeah. do tend to last. Now, here's the one thing. There, there are some guys that will... Always, always go buy those deep, deep lugs with one full inch of rubber on them um, because they yeah. feel like they get so much wear out of them. I hated those things. So that those were never on my radar. I stuck with the low rolling resistance, high quality tire. I measured the cost overall for years, and that was always the best way to go. So I could just uh, keep, continue to run in the XD into. Yep. Uh, that's what I got on now. Yeah, and if I that's okay. yeah, if that's the tire you like, there are some you know with the little lower rolling resistance. But if you like that tire, going to that single axle or having that lift up all the time, I wouldn't change anything. Okay. Now, I also, um, um, I would say uh, I have pretty good ninety percent average. I'm only putting about twelve thousand pounds on the, my one drive axle. That's my lift axle in the air. Wow. And. That's- yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all pretty light stuff now. Good. So, would would a hundred pounds of air be too much? No, I don't think so. Hey, you know, he, okay. here, he, okay. let me give you my philosophy on air pressure too. Um, I okay, I, even at because I was really light on my drive axles as well because we pulled doubles. So you know, a lot of your weight is not on the drive axle at all. So even when we're heavy, not much of it's on the drive axle. Um, I, in my wide singles, I was running 130 pounds. I used to run 140 uh, until Michelin said that you could actually t- take a rim apart. The tire could handle the pressure. The rim couldn't, which oh. seemed kind of odd. Um, so I dropped it to oh. 130. The way I always come up with my number, because every operation is so different, I would start at the high end. Like, even in your operation, I might try 115. Now, you're going to notice it'll ride pretty rough. That, that may bother you. Uh, but you, the, the harder you make that tire, the better your fuel economy gets. And what I would watch okay. for, I would watch for unusual wear. Like, I, I wouldn't just look at my tires every day. I would feel them. And if I could start to notice an irregular wear pattern, I would back it off five pounds. Until I found that spot where I could run as much pressure without getting any unusual wear. Okay, yes, yeah, that's what happened with my tires now. Is I, I was running 110 in them, and I wore the center of my tires out. Um, are these wide singles or dual? You said XDN2s, they're, no, they're duals. Yeah, they're duals. Okay, then that's a pretty good indication for your operation that 110 was too high. So probably 105, 100 right. should be good. But, but again... Just watch okay. for the wear. Right. Just just check. How often do you, what do you, you think uh, about once every 10,000 miles, just uh, get my gauge out and check it and and go from there, or uh, should it be longer or shorter times? Uh, pressure. You know, I, w- I looked and felt my tires literally every day on my pre-trip. I, I was always looking, feeling, right. watching for that pressure-wise. You know, I'd get a TST tire monitor and never have to put a gauge on them again. 
No, I mean, I'm talking, I got a little, uh, the check the 30 seconds of, of an inch. Oh, yeah. Is that? that yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, what do you think, once every 5,000 miles, just go all the way across and see? Yeah. You, you I, know, or is that too often? Or Oh, no, okay. not too often at all. Again, I used to have one of those tools that just carried it around with me on my pre-trip sometimes, just checked them here and there. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to Nebraska. Todd, let's see if you're there now. Todd, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there you go. All right. What's on your mind today? Yeah, I've got a couple questions. One you mentioned uh, a month or so ago about um, the recipes for your keto for the pressure canner. And I got the pressure canner, the cooker, and I just need the recipes. Where do you post those? Uh, I don't think I've posted any of those yet. I was thinking about doing a course on that. I've just been so busy doing all the other courses. We haven't got it to it. Um, basically, it's really pretty simple. Uh, I, I can give you some rough guidelines. Where will you be doing the canning? And what I, what I mean is where physically, like at what altitude? That's what matters. Are you above or below 1,000 feet above sea level? I'm at 2,500. Okay, so I think, if I remember right, at 2,500, you want to use 15 pounds of pressure. Normally, the pressure canners have that little weight on them. You can either set a 10-pound okay. or a 15-pound. And I think at 2,500 okay. feet, you want to use 15. You can look that up online, though. Um, other than that, all I did, I've, I've done two meets so far. Um, I did a like a stew kind of beef and then a ground beef and I'll um, the music's playing so when we come back I'll give you some just real quick details on those it, it was it's like a lot of things when you first look it up online it looks really complicated when I got down to doing it I'm like oh this is really simple so we'll talk about that and more right after this stick around I'm Kevin Rutherford. former driver who gets and understands the life of the professional driver. I get the phone call. I just listen. Join a community of drivers helping each other get through some of the long, lonely miles. Share some of the laughter, some of the things you laughed about. A former driver sharing his wisdom in life and the industry. You can help yourself get through certain situations. The Tim Ridley Show, weekdays, 5 a.m. East. Get involved on Road Dog Trucking Radio and everywhere on the Sirius XM app. Hello, truck drivers. I'm Carrie Hallett-Paris, and I hire truck drivers for Walmart. Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time, flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one. And no-touch freight driving for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. 
It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. Growth. At J.B. Hunt, it's the oxygen of our company. This is Craig Harper, Chief Operations Officer, and I'm excited for 2017. A year where we're poised to see growth across our fleet. Growth that means more local, regional, and over-the-road driving jobs for company drivers nationwide. And growth that means even more drivers can enjoy a steady paycheck and frequent home time by joining our fleet. New driving jobs are opening daily. Search them at drivejbhunt.com. That's drivejbhunt.com. Sirius XM has a lot of places dedicated to talking about pro sports. But when you want to talk about the college game, it's nice to know you can go off campus with me, Mark Packer. We let you celebrate after a big win and drown your sorrows after your school falls short. And I'll interview the biggest names in the game. College sports always comes first when you go off campus with me, Mark Packer. Weekdays at 4 Eastern, ESPNU Radio, Sirius XM 84, and on the Sirius XM app. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone here at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. We continue to watch winter storm Benji as it moves up the east coast. Winter storm warnings and advisories still in place from the southern Appalachians all the way up into Maine. As we take a look at your north-south routes, let's start on I-90 Virginia all the way up into Maine. Snow expected for us here as we head through tonight. It could be heavy at times in spots. Interstate 81 from Virginia all the way up into New York. Look for periods of snow here tonight. All that snow moving east and northeast here as we head through the overnight hours. Across the Ohio Valley, scattered snow showers on Interstate 75 as you travel down through lower Michigan, Ohio, into eastern Kentucky. Snow showers on 65 from Indiana down into Kentucky as well. Interstate 35 through the nation's midsection, a nice ride and a quiet ride on 5 on the west coast. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road. Dog, Sirius XM 146 and on the Sirius XM app. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get back to the calls. Um, another verification on the earlier call about the requirement for a printed copy. Again, I, um, I have the uh, the real experts out there that help me out with compliance stuff. From Dale Howard, uh, 49 CFR 395.15, no requirement for printed copy. So you might get a jerk somewhere that says you have to have it. We've always had things like that. Um you, you probably haven't heard it in a while, but I remember the white sheets in New England in your sleeper. Stupid stuff like that always goes around, always will. Um, I don't see this whole printed copy being any kind of an issue at all. Let's. Uh, I'm going to go back to Nebraska. So, Todd, basically, um, the whether it was the... Um, like a stew kind of meat, roasts, those kind of things. Things that you can cook and they tend to shred and fall apart beef-wise. All I would do with those is brown them, cut them into the size chunks um, that fit into the jar easy, put them in the jar, fill the jar with hot broth, pressure cook them at 10 pounds for 90 minutes, I think is the time. And again, all of these things you can look up online. They're, they're pretty consistent. And... You know, check all that. Check to make sure all your jars sealed. I think after doing like uh, thirty jars out of thirty jars, I had two that didn't seal. 
and then I just ate those that night anyway or stuck one in the refrigerator. Uh, it was pretty simple. Ground beef, the same thing. I kind of cooked it. You don't want to start it raw, but you don't have to completely cook it either. And then you pack it in the jars, fill it up with broth right up to you know an inch below the neck. Same thing. Pressure cook it 90 minutes. If they sealed, they're great. And if not, you just eat it. Oh, okay. It, 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 okay, yeah, I got one other... Sure, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my other question was, on my truck, starting it, um, it'll turn right over, but then it'll idle really rough for maybe 5 or 15 seconds and smoke really bad. And it's only when it's cold. It doesn't do it when it's warm. Uh, what engine and what year? I uh, got Detroit 60 and uh, 07. Yeah, there are a couple things that can do that. Do you happen to know which um, which build you have? And I, I just drew a total blank on the um, the serial numbers. There are a couple different builds on the Series 60. The low compression build, I think, is known for that. Uh, so sometimes you oh. can have a Series 60 that does that nothing's wrong. Um, other times, if it's one of the other builds, it could be sensors um, you know, though, that, that 07, those might be some of the worst years we had for all of our engines. Um, that would be a really good question. If you can get like the engine serial number off there and call us on Tuesday when we record the power hour, um, those okay. guys have that, they've got every one of those nailed down. You know, they, they do it all the time. They know if it's this engine, this serial number, this is what usually causes it. Um, but I do know there is one of the Series 60 builds that's kind of known for that when it's cold, and it's the the lower compression build. Okay, yeah, because it hasn't always done it. Oh, well, well then if it hasn't always done it, it may be um, uh, one of the sensors is probably what we're looking at. But there's so many that normally it, to diagnose that you need to get it in the shop and, and start going through the sensors and the codes. Okay. Okay. Uh, just one more little question. What yeah. was the number to listen to those shows? I got a new phone and I lost all that. Um, if you, what number do you text to? Yeah. If you text the word listen, are you in Canada or U.S.? U.S. Uh, 99,000. So text the word listen 99, to 99,000. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your time and your help, Kevin. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to uh, Missouri. Bill, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Uh, um, I want to talk about ELDs, but I'm going to tell you this this quick thing. I got a ticket in Ohio this year for not having a carbon copy of my log that I had. And I said, well, I can't hear read the carbon copies anyway, so I make a copy on my copying machine. No, oh. that ain't legal. Oh. And it is in the book that you got to have two a copy for your company and a carbon copy. He showed me the thing. Did he really? You know, and, and those but, are uh, the those are the kind of guys that we'll never get rid of. You know, those those are the kind. We're not going to have a carbon copy with the elog. Oh, oh no, but I, but but what I mean is is the guy that will write a ticket for that kind of stuff. He's always going to find something to write a ticket about. I, that, that's just oh, the, this was a sheriff. He spent three hours with me. 
unbelievable. Um, we'll never get away from that kind of stuff. You, you, we could write a thousand regulations or we could get rid of them all, but people like that are always going to find a way to be a jerk. Yes, sir. And, uh, but uh, I got hit, just reality with e-logs. My truck's exempt, but I never thought of this. Another truck running with me wasn't. Now, I don't know if it was a crane that ran out of time that last night or if the other truck did. But we was within 15 miles of the crane and sit all night. And then the, the crew that needed the equipment we had, I don't know if they was going to work last night or not, but they at least lost three hours this morning at daylight. Oh, time wow. working. We're talking 50 to 100 people that work for Union Pacific Railroad. And this is just one instant, and it happens. All, I mean, it's going to be the economy is going to take a heck of a hit because of this, I, more I, than you'd think. And that, that's going to trickle down to everybody. And what if a train, they do maintenance on the track. Right. What if a train wreck causes that? You know, I'm not going to argue with you because there, there is, you know, the law of unintended consequences. And we, when we make major changes like this, nobody can predict until they start happening. I, I completely agree with you. Shippers are going to be in for a rude awakening. And, and we're going to take the brunt of that, too. This is not going to be a smooth transition. That's, it's partly why, you know, I started telling people two years ago when it was finally written into law, I said, you, you should start getting on these things right now when it's not so critical, when you're not going to hold up 100 people for 15 minutes. Um, so, And the more people that got on them, the more we could have learned about them, but most of the industry, and like you said, you're exempt. We have a lot of people are, that are exempt, but um, the, the ones who aren't... 350-mile trip, two nights in a row from 4 to 9 a.m. Well, actually, 4 to 6 this morning because the weekend didn't have a curfew. I have been off, and I'm in worse shape than if I had drove 20 hours a day oh, in the last three days. I, I'll bet. And, and this is where we've always said... The hours of service don't work as a one-size-fits-all. They might be just... And I lost a day at home with my family. Yeah. No, I... Look, I get it, but that's not an ELD issue. That's an hours of service issue. That, that you, the, all of those things should have happened on a paper log, too, right? Oh, it, it, yeah, but... It, did, it would have, but see, I wasn't there at the job site like the other guy, right. and he was there with the ELDs for four hours in his bunk asleep. That should not be going against you. But the, I mean, and then if they're going to change the hours of service, well, we're going to well, be back well, to the wait, same place, wait, they say? Wait, hold on. Why have hold, hold on. Absolutely nothing changed about the hours of service. Bunk time, driving time, on di- nothing changed. The only thing that changed is the way we record it. So nothing should have been any different under that ELD than it would have been under paper logs had we been doing them right. But we, the drivers, were always the people that made up for all the shortcomings of the hours of service rules. And we knew they weren't one size fits all. They don't make sense for livestock haulers, and they don't make sense for some of the specialized where you have certain hours you can run, certain hours you can't, and you have you know, crews waiting and, you know, lots of expensive equipment tied up. That's why I think as painful as this is going to be, it may be the first thing that finally gets us to look at hours of service. 
but it's going to cost people that can't afford it. There's going to be people that can't afford food that's going to have less money for food because it's going to be more for the gallon of milk or the bread or whatever for their babies. Nah, see, the, the, most of the freight you're talking about, a lot of that stuff's already delivered under ELDs, has been for a long time. You're talking about general commodities now. You're talking about... Oh, I'm ge- talking about railroad. It goes down the railroad, too. You hold a train up a day or two. <laughs> well, yeah, most it's of that big money. Yeah, most of the stuff we need to live every day is coming to our grocery store on a truck. It's moving from distribution center on a truck. It's so it, there, there's not going to be a huge disruption in truckload and reefer. It, those are pretty normal. Well, we've we've got so many trucks out there. We've got teams. I don't see that stuff having any big interruptions. You're kind of freight, clearly. We're going to see some stuff happen. You know, they, they thought there were enough problems with um, the livestock haulers that, you know, they're talking about exemptions here and there. Well, I think these exemptions should be how we start talking about maybe some different hours of service rules. But for the most part, for truckload, van, reefer, most flatbed stuff, the hours are going to work just fine. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. Hi, everybody. It's Christopher Mando Russo here from Mando Dog Unleashed. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Mando Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Here with an important message for you. Sirius XM subscribers get a free radio just in time for the holidays. So you or someone you love can enjoy commercial-free holiday music channels, my show, and, of course, all of your other favorites in any car you may be in or even at home. Just go to SiriusXM.com slash radio deals to see offer details and order. Additional minimum subscription, credit card, and shipping required. Offer is not available in Canada. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The power swabs five-minute challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the power swabs five-minute challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for five minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-993-7593. 1-800-993-7593. Transform your smile into a wow-you-look-great smile. Get it risk-free by visiting powerswabs.com. That's powerswabs.com. Does hair loss run in your family? Notice your hair's not as thick as it was or you've changed hairstyles to hide thinning? Listen carefully. Capillus Laser Therapy can help if you take action now. Clinically proven to regrow hair with a 95% success rate in Capillus trials, the Capillus Laser Cap is a convenient solution for both men and women. U.S. manufactured, Capillus restores hair and prevents hair loss from worsening. We're just six minutes daily at home or on the go. That's the time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Unlike messy creams or pills that can cause 
with birth defects and sexual problems, Capillus Laser Therapy has no known adverse side effects. FDA cleared and used by doctors for years. Capillus is now available at Capillus.com without a prescription. Satisfaction guaranteed. Visit Capillus.com or call 844-588-HAIR. That's C-A-P-I-L-L-U-S.com or 844-588-4247. Act now before it's too late and receive a free gift with purchase. 1-844-588-HAIR. Don't wait. Call Capillus today to restore your hair. Hey, remember a good night's sleep? Remember eating when our dinner was still hot? (laughs) Remember going out to eat? Remember spontaneity? (laughs) Whose turn is it? I don't remember. Life changes a lot when you have kids, and that means you should also be thinking about a change to your life insurance. Amica Life makes it easy. Calculate how much coverage is right for you, get a quote, and apply online at amicalifelessons.com. Online application not available in all states. Road Dog Live with KC Phillips. It's going to be some great conversation. It's only going to be that way if you join us on the show. Weekdays from 4 to 7 p.m. back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Hey, Bill, the caller I had before going into the break, I meant to hold you over. I normally do because you always have good stuff to talk about, but I hit the drop button instead of the hold button going to the break. So if you want to try calling back in if you had anything more, um, or maybe we'll catch you again tomorrow. Let's, uh, let's get back to the calls. Let's go to Ohio. Don, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, what's up? What's on your mind today? Oh, well, with the thing with CODs, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it is going to be interesting. Uh, it I'm is. I'm just waiting and for all the horror stories to come out, you know? You, you know, it is, and I, I, I'm trying to figure out, and I don't know if we'll ever get the answer, if, if, if all of this rate increase we're seeing and all of this freight is primarily because we've been switching over already, or if that's a little part of it or a big part of it, is it the economy heating up? Um, it's hard to say, but if, if if it's not already the ELD transition and we get hit hard after the 18th, it's really going to be a wild ride. Yeah, well, uh, kind of just proves something what a former caller said about not getting miles or whatever on Facebook that you deal with. I'll get to this, and I'll get to the main reason why I called. Uh, I worked for a company. The uh, truck was governed at 68 miles an hour. I was on e-logs. Actual miles that I was driving per week was anywhere between 35 and almost 3,900 miles a week. Actual. Yeah. So if that yeah. person's losing money, if that person's losing money, they're sitting too much time in the truck stop telling lies in the restaurant, Okay. Well, and that's my point. If if somebody is, is I, sometimes people just pull numbers out of their, you know what? Um, and and if, I, I have yeah. to believe that thinking you're going to lose thirty percent of your miles, that would have to mean that you're doing close to five thousand miles a week right now. That, that, that's that's yeah, just we'll first off. Who the hell wants to drive that much? 
I, I, my philosophy has always been drive less and profit more. Yeah, no question about it. So, But anyway, let's uh, get to my main reason why I called. Uh, remember I called you about a couple weeks ago about uh, making a transition from one company to another? Yeah. And I asked your opinion? Well, I'll just give you a little bit of an update. Uh, first week was interesting. I'm on my second week here, okay? First week was interesting. Orientation could have been a little bit better, but with my experience and knowledge, okay, fine, I picked up on it. I picked up on what I needed to do real quick, so that wasn't no big deal. Get my truck, get my truck, get my first load about 40, about between 40 and 50 miles before I get to um, my destination. My transmission went shot off. Transmission was basically, I had 38th gear after uh, the, uh, the fact, well, not the factory, but the shop determined that, you know, at a dealer, okay? Okay. Now, at that point, most drivers would pretty much say, all right, give them the middle finger, you know, give me back to the yard, whatever, give me the middle finger, you know, give them the middle finger and send them off their way, you know, be off their way, all right? Well, I'm not, I'm not that type of a driver. I mean, if there's a problem or situation that, I like to say, okay, this is what happened. How can we correct it from not happening again? Now, transmission, if it goes out, yeah, there's a little bit of science, but when, when once the transmission goes out, it goes out. There's nothing more you can do about it, okay? Try to do all the preventive maintenance, and, hey, if something happens, it goes out, all right? Well, because of that track going out like it did, I actually came out ahead big time. Currently been assigned, uh, currently assigned to a 2016 Freightliner Columbia glider. And I cannot be any more happier. Good, good. Yeah, they're hard to beat. I mean, you know, as much as I am starting to warm up to the new technology and the newer trucks, and I'm I'm talking much, much newer. We're we're seeing some pretty amazing trucks right now. I, I still have a soft spot for gliders and probably always will. We built a lot of them. They're great trucks. They're simple. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and try to acclimate myself from uh, the EPA trucks to the uh, glider. That's a reality check because you just realize how much power the sucker has. You're like, oh my god! I'm throwing back. I'm like, okay, I don't want to get a nosebleed here, you know. But it has a 2002 Detroit engine, 13 speed, and I think the owner told me it had uh, 336 beers. I think he's going to take the 336s out and put uh, 358s in because at uh, 1,500 RPMs, I'm running 70 miles an hour. Running 12. And he said the that, last hold, on, hold on. Sa- save your employer about five grand and just run in 12th. Oh, oh, he already has the uh, rear ends already. He's going to do it I- in-house. No, no, I get it, but it's still cost. It's it's a lot of cost for no reason. Three thirty six is it's not my favorite, yeah. but you can run in twelfth, and it makes that up, and you still have that next gear as an overdrive. I wouldn't switch him if I were him. Okay, well, um, that's what he's wanting to do. So, hey, he's the owner, you know. Yeah, I, I'll let him do what he wants. You know? Well, you know, but uh, I'm actually. Go ahead. I'm. 
I'm actually um, pretty pleased. Uh, if I want to bobtail my truck home or have an empty trailer, I can park it in front of my house. He doesn't have a problem with it because I only live 12 miles from the yard. So, I mean, what else more could I ask for? No, sounds like a uh, sounds like it's been a good move. So, congratulations and uh, probably good timing as well, because I think we're heading into a pretty exciting 2018. Let's go to Texas. Ken, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Ken. Uh, so, my comment is that you know, back in the, in the early part of the century, Nikola Tesla was out there had his wireless electrical distribution working so that supposedly he could stand 25 miles away from his transmitter, turn the transmitter on, hold the light bulb, and the light bulb would light up in his hand. So that technology is still there. Uh, the, the batteries are the issues on, on the electric vehicles and stuff like that. So why not just have, well, you know, the... Hold, transmission lines. Let me let's take a step back. Um, I, I've read a lot about Tesla, and I don't remember that. And if that were true, if we could send electricity through the air twenty-five miles way back then, why are we just now getting? You know what we're seeing is like wireless charging of cell phones, which is still a pretty new technology and pretty rudimentary. Um, I, I have a hard time believing that was ever possible. Uh, I'm, I was gullible as a young person, but the way I read it, uh, it was it was verified. Yeah, I, I it was again. You know, there there have been and Tesla did absolutely amazing things it, and. For the people who don't know, Nikola Tesla, the original inventor, invented all kinds of things. Um, the Nikola truck today and Tesla, the car company, they named themselves after him because he was such a famous inventor, did so much with electricity. So that's who we're talking about, Nikola Tesla. Um, he did amazing things. But I, I just can't, knowing what I know about electricity and how we're, we're just now developing some really, really simple wireless electrical technologies, I have a hard time believing anything like that ever existed. Uh, the story I got was uh, uh, it's the same thing as AC versus DC, you know. Uh, the AC was, was the direction everybody went, and the guy that was just trying to promote the DC got bought up and went bankrupt. Well, but so all this was all transpiring at the same time. Yeah, but we've always had both AC and DC. Yeah, I know it, but 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 DC is you know just basically AC is cheaper transmission. So yeah, you know, DC is more more least cost effective. So uh, I don't know. I've if I had more time, I'd do more research on it. But I actually took an electronics course and, and found where you, uh, they would give you the designs for his transmitter. You could build one yourself. Uh, Boy, uh, I, again, I, I, you know, I, I'm not certainly not an electrical engineer. I've done, you know, my own kind of self-teaching stuff. But I, I, that 
that technology, if we could literally send electricity through the air 25 miles to light up a light bulb that long ago, our country wouldn't look anything like it looks today. That, w- that would have revolutionized everything. I totally agree. And, and as far as the battery thing, I was, I was thinking uh, have battery stops where uh, exchange batteries. Oh, hold, hold, hold that thought. You were breaking up a little bit and the music started. Uh, battery technology I'm absolutely interested in because you are correct. That is our biggest issue today. If we could get a huge breakthrough in battery technology, that would change everything. Then our country would look, the world would look different. So let me, uh, let me get to a break. We'll come back and we'll see um, what you've got on that. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Radio 147 is your guide to the commodities markets, ag news and trade, with expert analysis protecting your investment. Fishing, hunting, conservation, rural lifestyle is the outdoor lifestyle on Rural Radio 147. Professional bull riding, rodeos, highlights, and live action from across North America. The number one source for Western sports, Rural Radio 147. Whether it's Western sports, hunting and fishing, or the latest in ag markets, Rural Radio 147 will take you there. Rural Radio 147, or listen on your phone with a Sirius XM app. Former Hawk here for TA Truck Service. Are you tired of having to replace your tires? Centromatic wheel balancers can increase your tire life 25%. Right now, TA Truck Service has Centromatic wheel balancers for just $209.98 per set. Now that's a sweet deal for a smooth ride. TA Metro. Full service means your service. Offer valid through December 31st, 2017. Installation not included. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Because home time matters, we're growing our dedicated fleet. This is Craig Harper, Chief Operations Officer at J.B. Hunt. Truck drivers mean so much to our economy, and they mean a lot to their families, too. That's why I'm proud to announce that J.B. Hunt is adding over a 1,000 dedicated jobs now. Our growth means better local and regional driving jobs. Make the money you deserve and enjoy time at home. Find a local or regional dedicated job near you at drivejbhunt.com. That's drivejbhunt.com. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone here at the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Winter storm Benji continues to move up the east coast. We have winter weather advisories and winter storm warnings. 
extending from the southern Appalachians all the way up into Maine. As we take a look at radar and look at your east-west routes here heading through tonight. If you're doing any traveling on Interstate 64 through Virginia, snow expected here tonight. Awesome some snow on 64 as you travel across parts of Kentucky. Interstate 70 and 80 heading through Ohio and Indiana as we head through tonight. Some scattered snow showers. I-80, central and eastern Pennsylvania on over into northern New Jersey. We have snow tonight, and it could get heavy at times. I-90, eastern New York, all the way over into southern New England. On again, off again, snow heavy at times through tonight. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone with custom weather for drivers twice an hour on the road dog, Sirius XM 146, and on the Sirius XM app for smartphones. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Uh, I was going to go back to Ken and talk about batteries, and I'm going to, but I've also got Matt on the line who can add to the Tesla experiments with wireless. Matt, go ahead. <laughs> I just creamed a deer. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's bad timing. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> well. It's just a little baby one. It doesn't look like any damage, but I'm stopped oh. here on the side of the road. Oh, uh, experimented with it. I mean, he was building big, the, um, uh, what were them globes where you touch the side of it? Oh, yeah. To, yeah. uh, that's, that's basically what he invented. I don't think he ever got... The physical electricity, he never got it to work. Okay. Okay. That 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 I could see. And it was... He was doing some pretty yeah, outrageous who was the, stuff. Um, the big banker, um, J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan, yeah. Was funding him. Yep. And I think, I mean, he spent millions trying to make it happen and never did. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, that would be such a revolutionary thing. I mean, that that would have changed society as we know it. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, so he was working on it just never got. I was going to add, but I I kind of forgot got lost my train of thought here with his deer, so <laughs> okay. I'll let you get back to that then. All right. All right. Thanks thanks for the heads up on that. So, uh, let's go back to Texas. Ken, so um, you were on the right track. Looks like he was working on it, spent a ton of money on it, but never really got there. But that was uh, when he did it with a side you know. I mean, with our, with our technology and our ability to uh, innovate with the supercomputers and stuff like that, now uh, I, I feel it should be a working system. Uh, workable system. Well, I, I uh, think what, what may have happened, because really when it when it came down to electricity, Tesla did really, really amazing things. And, and I think he literally reached the physical capabilities. I mean, there are some things we will never overcome just because of physics. Physics alone. 
I mean, we as much as we know about vehicles, let's say, and speed, there is a certain land speed record we will never break because of physics alone. Uh, on a for, for let's for example, a wheeled vehicle. That's why when you see, say, these really high-speed bullet trains, and we're talking about you know trains that could go 400 miles an hour, the only way we can really get there is through magnetic levitation, because there there is a there is a physics limit that we hit, and all the brain power, computing power in the world can't change physics, and I think that's what Tesla ran up against. He had the ideas. And I think he even had the knowledge, but he just hit that that limit of physics that that I don't think it's physically possible to transmit electricity through the air that way. Well, and, and so following that, why uh, why they couldn't put uh, the magnetics on the on roadsides and uh, power the power the electric motors that way. Well, that may be possible. What we run into there um, a lot of times, and and we've had magnetic levitation around for a long time, um, it's outrageously expensive. It's not that we can't do it. It's the, the, like, things like rare earth magnets. That's what's required to do a lot of this stuff. Um, And... It, they're just they're rare that's the whole point they're, and we don't know how to recreate them so most of the time we either run into a limit of physics or money and i think that's the case with some of these technologies that we just we run into these limits it's just not cost effective to do it and yeah and i'm speaking for the position of not knowing about one end for another so Basically, asking questions uh, would be nice. So, oh, absolutely, and and your distribution. Yeah, you're and you're on the right now. Here's the other thing that the, um, Elon Musk, you know, the owner of Tesla, the car company, or the, I shouldn't even call them a car company. They're really not. They're a technology company. Um, his vision is not a distribution network at all for electricity. His vision is each individual house will become its own power plant. And that's a pretty darn cool vision. That, that changes a lot of things. And, and what's holding us back there is the battery technology. We just haven't had that big breakthrough yet. Although his battery technology is, is so much more advanced than everybody else's. And the cool thing... You know, say what you want about Elon Musk. He's, uh, he, he's kind of a little bit of a nut job, but most of those guys are. Uh, not only has he developed this amazing battery technology, but he shares it with anybody that wants it. That's, that's true. Yeah, I've read that. Uh, he's put it all out there and yeah. encouraged the other manufacturers to jump on board. Yeah, he, he just built the biggest battery in the world. Um, in Australia, and the thing can power like 30,000 homes. That, that's pretty amazing, and they built it in 100 days. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. He, uh, yeah. With his rocket ships at return. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're getting there. Um, I, 
I don't know if, if, you know, we may see one more big jump in battery technology. That's really what's holding us back. You know, we can collect solar. We can collect wind. We could collect hydro. There's lots of ways to generate electricity. And they're getting more and more efficient all the time. Our biggest problem isn't generating it. Our biggest problem is trying to store it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. I, I, I expect some more breakthroughs after that super collider in Bern, Switzerland. Uh, they kept jacking up the uh, the results on that, and they claim that they basically got the God particle. All they need is some H3 off the moon, which would uh, <laughs> yeah. absolutely encourage people to go back to the moon. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that super collider in Switzerland, wasn't there some giant project in Texas. Whatever happened with that? Uh, it got called off. They, they didn't see, they didn't foresee enough results, and they just, they got halfway through it. I know people working on it. That oh, did you? Massive. But, uh, yeah, they just canceled it. Okay. A friend of mine was building the magnetics uh, there in Texas. That. Yeah, that was supposed to be significantly larger than the one in Switzerland. I had forgotten all about that. It was years ago. Yeah, it was supposedly like uh, fifty-three foot or fifty-three miles. Yeah, or yeah. Like that. So yeah, and, something. And burn is seventeen. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Whatever it was. Hey, Ken. Great stuff. Um, I love that kind of technology, and. I, you know, there are so many new technologies that we are right on the verge of breaking. Uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting. We live in a very interesting time anyway. Let's go to Arkansas. Kyle, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Um, just to change up topic from LED, uh, ELDs and everything else, I was kind of curious about transmission and uh, gear ratios. Okay. And, uh, was trying to figure out, you know, um, like what I'm running right now. I got a 10 speed, uh, 320 run rears, uh, with a DD 13, but like a lot of the phone calls I've heard, you know, between Cummins and Cat is, uh, you know, 264s and 279s and running in 16th and 12th and 11th. I'm just trying to figure out like methods to the madness on, on how you come up with a lot of these numbers and just, how you come up with the best fuel mileage. Okay, so let me see if I can simplify this. The industry has totally screwed this up. And they didn't do it on purpose. They did it by default because most of these systems were designed when fuel was 50 cents a gallon and nobody cared. But And we got into that pattern and nobody. it's one of those things. Well, that's the way we've always done it. It's no different than why do we have two differentials and a power divider? That is completely unnecessary on, on the road. Well, it came from the military because in the trucks that were built before we had highways and roads and we had dirt roads and mud and you needed all the traction you could get. So we built trucks with, you know, and you can go back far enough, we didn't have tandem axles. We had all single axles. 
But then we went to Tanums to carry more weight, and in order to get more traction, we built the power divider and two differentials. Totally unnecessary. Europe had moved away from that a long time ago in, in many ways. Um, so the same thing happened with our transmissions and our, our gears. I'll, I'll talk about that more right after this break. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. He's in the headbang your holiday stress away to the high-powered, heavy sound of five-finger death punch, Metallica, and more on Sirius XM's channel for new hard rock. Octane, channel 37. Or escape to an alternative reality and the all-rock sounds of artists like Portugal the Man and the Killers on Alt Nation, channel 36. No matter how you jingle that rock, there's a Sirius XM channel for you. Find yours now in the rock category and streaming on the Sirius XM app message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Brandon Burchard. I have a tough but honest question for you. Have you noticed some people achieving way more than you and it really bothers you? Why are some people getting ahead while you feel like you're fighting so hard? You're good. So what's the difference between achievers and high performers? Well, I've got six reasons and a quiz for you. Text the word change to 642-642 right now and get a copy of my new book, High Performance Habits, and I'll give you a free $97 assessment. You'll get six scores that pinpoint why you struggle and exactly which new habits you should adopt right now. I spent 20 years studying high performers. My new book, High Performance Habits, reveals the difference between doing okay and living an extraordinary life. Text CHANGE to 642-642 to get my new book and take the free $97 performance assessment. High Performance Habits. That's my new book. You'll love it. New Habits, New You. That's H-A-N-G-E to 642-642. Guys, this may be the last time you ever have to think about hair loss. Because I'm telling you, Bosley is the real deal. They're giving men their hair back permanently. They're real hair. All it takes to get started on the hair gain train is a single text message. You get an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card when you text KIT66 to 85850. Check them out now. Bosley will show you for free how great your hair could look. Dude, this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're America's number one hair restoration expert. Ahead of the curve with the latest technology. And the best part, Bosley's solution is permanent. You're going to love what they'll do for your hair. So drop what you're doing long enough to send a text. Get your free information kit and gift card for $250 off by texting KIT66 to 85850. Don't forget, that's KIT66 to 85850. Good things come to those who wait, said no one who ever attended Drexel University. To those who wait, the world says, move or move aside, which is what Drexel students say to anyone who dares hold them back. Drexel students won't spend their entire education sitting in a classroom. They're wired for a world where new algorithms, art forms, and industries are emerging every day. Drexel gives their fire a place to burn at real jobs, in real professions, before they graduate. Because ambition can't wait. Free yours at drexel.edu slash ambition can't wait. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. With news, traffic, and weather updates, we'll get you where you need to be. Exclusively on... Welcome 
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get back to the phones. I was talking with Kyle in Arkansas. So, Kyle, one of the best ways I, I can explain this, there's been this huge misunderstanding in trucking forever. Even guys with lots of experience, mechanical knowledge, I, they, they, the belief has been that it's the rear-end ratio that determines how fast you can go, how the truck's going to climb. I can't count how many times I've had people call me an idiot on social media or wherever because I recommended 264 gears, and they, they will say, it'll fall flat on its face, it won't even go up the hill. The problem with that is they've just proven how ignorant they are because that gear ratio alone tells you absolutely nothing. Here's the best way I could describe it. Have you ever ridden a, a bicycle, like a 10-speed, 18-speed, 21-speed, any of those kind of bicycles? Yeah, all of them. And yeah. then uh, a single gear as well. Okay. So take any of those multi-speed bicycles. And if we look at the sprockets on the rear wheel... And I point to one of those sprockets and say, will this help me go up a a hill better, or will this go faster, or will this go slower? On, on, say, a 21-speed bike, could we determine that by looking at only the rear sprocket? No. No, we'd have to look at the front, too, wouldn't we? Yes. Looking at the rear alone or the front alone would be absolutely meaningless. That's the same thing in a truck. The, diff, the, the, the differential is a gear, no question, but there's a whole bunch of gears in the transmission. So if you have a 264 gear in the rear end, but you're in third gear in the transmission, it'll pull pretty darn good, won't it? Yeah, because you'll be at a higher RPM. Exactly. So it, that's the same, th- and we can even add one more. It's only a tiny little difference on a truck, but the, the wheel and tire size is also a gear. So technically, in order to calculate RPMs at any given speed, we have to know what the gear ratio is in the transmission, we have to know what the gear ratio is in the differential, and we have to know the tire size as well. That's the only way we could be accurate. All three have an impact. Granted, the tire has a very small impact, but it's there. Transmission has a huge impact. So the difference, the mistake we've made in trucking forever is we have always geared our trucks to run in an overdrive gear. In fact, most of our transmissions have two overdrive gears. That's not efficient. Once you go past... And then just last week, you found somebody with... Three, three overdrives, th- I think, th- was last weekend. That's right. And a triple overdrive. Triple overdrive, which is really inefficient. Now, I believe, and I'm not the only one. I've talked to a lot of engineers, a lot of you know high-performance guys, Pittsburgh Power. Bruce and I, this is one thing we've always agreed on, is that direct is, at, and this is just physics, direct is your most efficient gear is more fuel efficient and it puts more power to the ground than any overdrive gear ever could. And there's two reasons. One is just physics. There is a mechanical disadvantage when you go to an overdrive gear. 
just like when you go on a 21-speed bike and you, you get up into those gears that will go real fast, you're not going to pedal up a hill. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. You're at a mechanical disadvantage. You can't do it. That, that happens in a truck. So would it- we just don't notice it as much. So, but the other problem in an overdrive transmission, if, I, if you've ever had the opportunity to look at one opened up and turning when it's on like a transmission dyno, and you can see the gears, when it's direct, there's one shaft running right straight through the middle of the transmission. That's all that turns. As soon as we go to overdrive, you have two side shafts and a whole bunch of new gears that have to turn to create that overdrive. So you have more of a mechanical loss, and you also have more oil being churned, which creates another mechanical loss. That's why a a direct gear is about 3% more efficient than um, the second overdrive gear is. So the, the, the best way, I believe, to spec a truck is to run in direct, to spec your rear end, to run at your cruise speed in direct gear, and then have one overdrive, which is pretty rare. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of single overdrive transmissions, but we should. On the other hand, we can take a double overdrive and do this. You kind of lose the use of that last gear, which isn't a big deal, but it's it, there, there are better ways to design it. And now you see all the super trucks they're designing for fuel economy. They're not, they don't have yeah. two differentials. They don't have a power divider. They have one differential. They don't run in double overdrives. They either run in direct or they add a single overdrive. These are all things we've known. There just wasn't enough people who cared about fuel economy that we ever changed those things. Now, like on a 10-speed, uh, a 10-speed, would you classify a 10-speed as a 9-speed with an overdrive? Yes, that's what most of them are, although there are some 10-speed directs. So 10th gear in and a 10-speed how, how would you di- find that out? Um, there's one really easy way. If you tell me what the rear end ratio is on a 10-speed, let's say you look at a 10-speed truck and it's got 355 gears. Absolutely in overdrive, 100%. Ninth gear will be direct. Tenth gear will actually be, we would call it a single overdrive, but it, it acts just like a double overdrive. There, isn't, there aren't two overdrive gears, but that tenth gear, the ratio, is the same ratio that you're going to find in a 13th speed in 13th gear. So even though there's only one overdrive okay, so- gear... The ratio is 0.72, which is just like a double overdrive. So like in my operation, DD13 with a 10-speed and 321 gears, that's a uh, 22.5 rubber. That's an overdrive transmission. That's not a direct. In order to run so a direct at highway speeds, you've got to get down under 290 gears. So would I be better to drive like this one for an example in ninth gear where my RPMs are up there to 1475 at 55 miles an hour See, or 1160 at 57 and 10? I, I think whoever specced your truck should be shot. That, that is such a horrible combination. There's like no good answer. 
it, you are I, I they should have either gone all the way to 308 so you could have run in ninth or they should have stuck with maybe 336s or 342s and you would have been better off in 10th so or we could have gone all the way to say a 264 even a 253 and then you could have run in direct and had a true overdrive 321 is probably the worst gear they could have thought to put in that truck. Okay. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. So the other thing you can do, because that wasn't a very good answer on my part, but it's just the, the reality of it. What I would recommend is, is, and I'm not trying to sell you something, but um, a scan gauge KR, that way you can play around in ninth at certain speeds, play around in tenth, and immediately see which one is getting better fuel economy. Um, that's about the only way we're going to be able to figure that out. But it, 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 in my opinion, that's just a, a really lousy gear ratio for that setup. But at a 13 speed, we could work around it. But with that 10, it's really difficult. Let's uh, let's go to Texas. David, welcome to the program. Oh, hey. I'm from Vegas, but I'm in Texas right now. Thanks okay. for taking my call. You're welcome. What's on your mind today? Uh, I just wanted to thank you for all your, uh, I don't know, I've been listening to you since I started back 17 years ago, and uh, you've taught me a lot about everything. I mean, whether it's health, whether it's trucks, but everything. So I just wanted to say thanks for all your knowledge and passing it on. I mean, I pass it on to my son. He passes it on to his friends. Oh, well. I've had some of his, I've had some of his friends' parents losing weight. I've had my friends' parents. I don't know. Just, just. Oh, oh boy, uh, David. I hate to do it to you. I didn't do it. My uh, my system did. I didn't realize we were that late into the show here. But thank you so much. One for for being such a loyal listener. Without you guys, I wouldn't still be here. Um, and also, thanks for spreading the health information. We need that. We need it bad. There's so much marketing money out there selling us all the wrong stuff, the wrong foods, the wrong drugs, the wrong medicines, the wrong procedures, the wrong ideas, and there's a lot of marketing money behind it. Um, The only way I have of spreading this word really is people like you. So thank you for what you do. And uh, speaking of what we do, we will do it again tomorrow because I am all out of time for today. So tune in tomorrow. Hey, if you don't have our app yet, get our app. You know, if we get preempted on, on SiriusXM, we're not preempted on the app. Um, with the app, you can listen to us live. You can listen to our recordings when we do our recordings during the week, and you can go back and listen to all of the shows that I do. We've even loaded... Loaded shows all the way back to 2010. So I've got to get out of here. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Good night, everyone. Listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio. Grab a coach, coach. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. MLB Network Radio and Mad Dog Sports Radio broadcast from baseball's winter meetings at the happiest place.